the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, Friday, and uh, the weekend begins, and it looks like the weather, what you see outside right now is what you're going to see Friday and Saturday. Then most of next week is going to be on and off showers, so enjoy the weekend while you can. Uh, If you're going to the movies this weekend, if you're going to go see uh, only one movie playing right now that most people are wanting to go see, and that's Endgame with the Avengers, I'm just sitting here flipping through Cabot. I'm flipping through uh, Riverdale 10. And I'm just using 7 o'clock as my kind of uh, ground zero because that's the main time people want to go see a movie. You go out and eat, get out, go see the movie, 7, 7.30. Or uh, be smart and eat at the theater. Yeah. Or eat, eat, no. But here, here's the key. Don't go to Chili's. If, if you're going, if you're going to Ruin the movie this weekend then you have got to go order your tickets now. I just looked at the 7 o'clock showing at Riverdale 10. The only tickets available are the front row. That's it. Everything else sold out. And I had the funny feeling if I go through most of the uh, you know presentations from 6 o'clock up and including 9 o'clock, it's going to be the same way. Well, it's on five screens right now. If it needs more, it'll get them. I mean, last night you had five out in Cabot. No, I had eight. Did you have eight? Mm-hmm. When I got there, the latest showing was eight o'clock. When I left, I noticed that eight fifteen and 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 a nine o'clock, and I didn't see the rest of them. Yeah, Bottom for, line, people, for the seven p.m. roughly round of shows, it played on all eight screens last night. Yeah, I was there. I was there. That was great. It's a great movie. Loved there, it. There was a person in every chair in the building. That doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest with you. I have never ever seen that many cars parked around the cabin vip cinema every available spot was taken not around the, just the theater but across the street at the gym and beside it at that place what d1 or whatever it's called that is out of be something else next week yeah anyway, <clears throat> they change about once a month they use every one of the parking places mm-hmm. incredible i mean incredible. It, it, yeah, i mean it's it's a phenomenon uh, there's no doubt. I mean, it did $60 million last night. Yep. Uh, it had the biggest Thursday opening in history. Yeah. It's going to have the biggest opening weekend in history, not only in North America, but worldwide. Uh, they're projecting a $300 million box office in North America and a $1 billion, with a B, box office worldwide by uh, daylight Monday. Um, but you know, uh, people keep mentioning Netflix to me. It's kind of comical. Well, I don't, I don't have to mention Netflix, but I do think Disney is out of their mind if they think that the Lion King is going to be bigger than this movie. Netflix, you know, they're quoted, they're quoted. It's so funny. Oh, Disney's buying Hulu. Of course. Disney's going to buy it all. So <laughs> they're going to own everything. The you, only do, thing that do, you under, do you understand is, that, is that the that, Federal Reserve or whatever? Do you understand that Netflix has a target 
not only on its back, but, I mean, painted right on its face. Oh, I agree. I know They're that. They're going to gut them and drop them in the gutter. I know they are. We've yeah. talked about bleed this. them out. We talked about this. You remember but, Sears, don't you? Yeah. I'm Montgomery not gonna, Ward. I'm, I'm, here's one thing. There's a company say. called Circuit City. Yeah. One day we'll be talking about Netflix that way. Probably will They're be. going away. Probably They'll probably. Will. They're going you know, away. But here's here's the key. that Well, they dropped, what, 2% yesterday. They're I'm going away. Uh <laughs> You love this, don't you, about them? No, I just, I just, people are dumb. People, people do and say dumb things. I mean, I can remember people standing around crying and saying that, you know, I pay a hundred dollars a month for television and I got 500 channels and I only watch 10 of those channels. I just want to pay for those 10 channels. Well, now you're going to pay the same amount of money, but I guess yeah. your wish be, is coming it'll true. It'll be the five channels that you always yeah, watch. Yeah, your wish is coming true. <laughs> we'll you're going to we're get to pay go back to when we yeah. were young and there was only three channels. You pay a hundred dollars a month for the <laughs> ten channels you want there, Einstein. I mean, you know, it's it's. I mean, pe- people are just people are dumb. I mean, people actually think Tesla is going to be General Motors. I mean, it's cute, it's funny, but whatever. Well, here's the key, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk spoiler free. I'm gonna give everybody. Until next Friday to see this movie, and then I'll talk spoilers all day probably by then. But I will not today or this weekend. But here's what I'll tell you. Let me just give you some yeses. Is it a great movie? Yes. Is the writing good? Absolutely yes. Is the direction good? It's fantastically good. Is it as good as its hype? It's better than its hype. It is a movie you got to see. And let me put this in as big of letters that are flashing, like going to a Kiss concert or something, and burn it on your brain. Bottom line, this is a movie you must see in a movie theater with that huge sound system and that huge screen. And if you can see it in IMAX, I'd go see it in IMAX. I don't know why you would ever watch a movie that is released to cinemas mm-hmm. at your house. I mean, that's also dumb. We'll yeah, but the dumb. I mean, things I wouldn't that watch do. it as my first choice. I, I'm, I, I I'd go I, back and watch I, it. We, we talk about people being dumb. Yeah, but there is so much. You know, they talk about the golden age of, te- age of television. Mm-hmm. It's the platinum age of television. There is so many good, there's so much good TV out there. There's so much good television programming Mm -hmm. and TV series that an intelligent consumer would watch TV made at home for TV and go watch a movie at a movie cinema. You know me. I go to the movies all the time. Absolutely. I want to see it on the big screen. I want to see, last night, first time in a long time other than, I guess the last time was when I went and saw the new, uh, reboot of halloween Mm -hmm. when i went to see that movie on the big screen again it wasn't that i wanted to see the movie on the big screen it's that i wanted the experience of seeing it with all those other people because that is the movie that you get people jumping and screaming and that just heightens the whole theater going experience then it's a it, it was that was a great movie but this one this one you will miss things. I'm just saying, if you don't go see it on the big screen, you're going to miss stuff in this movie that you'll wish you had seen it on the big screen. It is 
you know, absolutely beyond a doubt, the greatest time uh, in cinema and television history right now. You know, there is more quality programming for movie theaters and television than ever before. Mm. Uh, I mean, there's just been an explosion of what's going out there, what's getting made, what's getting greenlit. Uh, if you are a TV consumer, there's never a better time to be consuming it's television. Good. And if you are a movie goer, there's never a better time to be. It's in the great. Last year was the biggest box office in the history of North America, the biggest box office worldwide. Uh, last year, the worldwide screen count went up 8%. Uh, this year, we're going to set a new uh, screen count worldwide. And this year, we'll set a new well, box office definitely record. definitely do that worldwide because mm-hmm. there's just so many theaters opening up over in China and India. Oh, my God. Right. right. It's amazing. They're opening mm-hmm. up on every street corner. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's really amazing. I, I, right. I don't believe if, that you could go to the movies. In, you'd have to look around in China and in India to find theaters just like the ones in Cabot. Look, Cabot's got great movie theaters. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, I mean, if you look at like Saudi Arabia now, a country of 38 million people is just now getting movie theaters for the first time. Or you look at Taiwan, there's 36 million people in Taiwan and their movie theaters are one screens. So they're getting a lot built there. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's true. Uh, but if you told someone in um, China or India that you were going to watch Avengers Endgame at home, well, they'd probably throw you out of the country. Oh, get out the house. Crazy. Yeah, they would just, yeah, yeah, smack you in the mouth. Yeah, who wouldn't be, want to get yeah. out of the little cubicles they live in? Uh, right, right. Those high rises that got 3,000 apartments in them? No, <laughs> thank you. I can pass on that. Anyway, with all this say again, Think of every superlative you can. Get yourself a thesaurus and look at every word that is about great, fantastic, all of those kinds of adjectives and say yes to them. And it covers Endgame. I'm just saying Endgame is amazing. For you who've been watching all these Marvel movies since they started, but 10 years ago, 11 years ago, it's been what, 2008? 2009. 2009, okay, since 2009. This is one of the most satisfying end games that you'll ever see. Now, it stand, I think that perhaps Star Wars will have this kind of a, of a turnout as well because this is the end of Luke and, and Leia and, and all of them. For Star Wars. After this, we get all new characters. We wipe the slate clean. We probably go to another galaxy far, far away. But this time, we're going to, since we've been watching it since the, uh, what was it, the 90s? Before the 90s. When when did Star Wars start? 70-something? Yeah, 78. 78, Mm -hmm. I think it was. That's when I I saw it for the first time in Indianapolis, Indiana, when I was at Fort Benjamin Harrison. Mm-hmm. Now I'll see, I'm going to see the end. And mm-hmm. I won't miss this last one because it's the end of this saga. Well, what will happen is there will be a learning curve associated with Endgame. And Disney and Cinema Exhibition will learn from that. And any mistakes that are made this weekend will be ironed out by Christmas and when Star Wars hits. Okay. If there needs to be... Um, yeah, because I forget... 
Disney, Star Wars are synonymous now. <laughs> if, if there needs to be more screens, if there needs to be, you know, and 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 hopefully uh, the people that are making Star Wars will be intelligent, and they'll make a two-hour movie. Yeah, it'd be. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to say this about the three-hour running time, and that you heard me right, three-hour running time. Know that there is no, there is not a post-credit scene for Endgame. Get up and get out. Go home. <laughs> When, when credits start, go home. Yeah, you know, here's what I say: stay all the way through the part where they'll show some of the characters who have been with it since the beginning, and they show their pictures on the screen uh, as themselves and as their characters, and then it has their signature be written over it. That's that's a special moment uh, at the end of the movie. Uh, it, it puts a big black period right there at the end of the movie. It's just it, it's that kind of movie. I, you're not. I got three all-time movies right now: Ben Hur, The Godfather, Endgame. You know there how you, you know how it would have been better. What if it was Endgame Part One? It was ninety-one minutes, and then there was an Endgame Part Two that was ninety-one minutes. That's how it'd be better. Yeah, I liked it the way way it was. That's how it'd be better. Ninety minutes. If this was two ninety-minute motion pictures, it'd be better. Yeah, I go along. Well, if it was, then they should have them both in the can and not make you wait for a year. <laughs> because it'd be just like HBO Game of Thrones. Yeah, you would have got a build up to the 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 last hour, and then as you had to wait for the payoff. As awesome as the sixty million dollar box office was last night, and as awesome as the three hundred million dollar box office will be on Monday morning when we wake up. What could it have been if it had been if you could an have hour shown and a half? the movie more? Well, I mean, it's a three a three hour and two minute movie. Plus, there will be dummies that sit there until the credits end, and you have to make them get out of the chair so you can sweep the floor. <laughs> hey, go home! It's time to get a life. There's no post credit scene. Go right? home. Go take off that adult diaper <laughs> and go home and take a bath. Man. Get a life. Okay. Yeah. If you have a small bladder, you yeah. if you you might want to wear it. Where it depends. So you think about it, right? Don't drink anything. Think about think about how many times it is playing today. If the movie was half as long, those show times could double. Mm-hmm. Which means if the show times doubled, you could turn the seats over twice. So what would what, what last night have been, instead of a $60 million night, could it have been a $90 million night? Could it have been a... It had been a se- $100 million night for popcorn. Could it have been a seven, saying, $75 million million. night? You know, what kind of <laughs> night could it have been? So what I'm hoping is the brain trust that is Disney will say, No wow, more three-hour movies. Look at this. Okay, if this guy... For Star Wars shows up with a three-hour cut, let's kill him, hire a different director, and make a, yeah. Well, Star, that's what's wrong Star with the movie. Wars is already in the can, so Endgame they know has, it's right. not three hours long. That's my criticism of Endgame. Okay. Everything you said is true. It's just too long. Yeah. I didn't think so. Well, I would say this because I did at some parts if they felt a little bit slow. And so, you know, they could have cut down five to ten minutes of the film. Because I looked around the movie theater, you know, to get a gauge of the audience, whatever, how they're feeling about the movie. And there's some people who were dozing off a little bit because it was a long three-hour movie. Pikers. Pikers. 
It just you, fell long in places. It's, it's, yeah, it's just it, it fell long. There's movies that are going that will go longer than yeah. three hours. And you know right? what? The, you know ben what? Her is one of them. The people that you were talking about that are sleeping there, Zach. You know, <laughs> you know what their problem is? Those recliners. No, man. Their problem is they, <laughs> they need to go to bed earlier. I'm just saying. No. I've, d- I've done it before. I'm just you saying. Got some, you got some people that are like. You got some people that are like. Well, everybody else is going to see this. I need to go watch it. They don't know what's going on. That's true. But they heard everybody's going to the cinema, so yeah. they bought a ticket and went. That's true. Yeah. They're not really in game fans. Well, but, they, the, but they could have cut down a little bit, you know. They gave they gave it uh on the, the dim gas a ninety. I have That's what I gave it. That's what you gave it? I gave it a nine because I felt that it was slow in different places and it could have been cut Man, down. Man, I gave it a one hundred. I gave it I thought I still think Affinity War, to me, is better. I don't think so. I enjoy Affinity War more. I'm glad you did. I'm just going to tell you, as a geek boy, as the ultimate nerd that I really am deep at heart, the last third of that motion picture... Fantastic. ...could not have been any better. They could not have done anything else in that movie. There are people who will cry. Mm Mm-hmm watching the end of that movie because it is everything they've ever hoped mm-hmm. for. You talk about Endgame? Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. For that, that movie. When when they held the review screening in, in uh, Los Angeles, they, they said film critics were crying and and that it was just that powerful. So, you know, when a film critic gives a comic book movie a 90, yeah. I mean, that's a statement in of itself. I mean, all joking aside. Yeah, it's, it's a great score. It is a movie to go see, and what you will pay to go see it, although people complain about ticket prices, I think that's misplaced. Just understand something. That is money well spent for your entertainment. I'm just telling you. Well, you, you, you bring it up on yourselves. I mean, you guys vote for the minimum wage increase. I didn't. Don't, don't even start on that now. I mean, you guys are allowing those people that are sitting in Cabot to stick a 3% AMP tax on you. You guys allowed those guys sitting there on the city council in Cersei to hang a 3% AMP tax on you. Got a 3% AMP tax in uh, Hot Springs as well. Yeah, they don't call it a hamburger so, tax anymore because it's on a whole lot more than just hamburgers. It's on everything. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's on, on everything. everything. Now, it started off on just... Hamburger joints, no, just basically. A lie. That's a lie. That's like yeah. that's like the lie they tell that trails and softball fields and a swimming pool is for economic development. That's a lie. Yeah, you you understand that you're paying the A and P tax on anything that's warm. Okay, that's the law. That's on the form. Okay, anything. It it it, it is a tax on quote prepared food, and you understand that everything falls in that category. For example. Everything that I sell to you has EMP tax on it except a box of candy. Okay? Understand that. Popcorn, nachos, pretzels, hot dogs, pizza, chicken tenders, White Castle cheeseburger sliders, alcoholic beverages, soda pop, everything sold at a movie theater, you're getting stuck with that 3% EMP tax except the box of candy. And they need more money. And if, if an employee opens that box of candy for you, that's prepared food. Guess what? AMP tax. Yeah. All right. that's, that's, yeah. Let's get a break. We'll come back. I get him started, man. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, just wait till minimum wage is eleven dollars an hour. I mean, what do oh, you think? Lord. What do you think a cheeseburger is going to cost then? Yeah, absolutely. But we'll you know break. what? You know what? Yes. They uh, want it to be fifteen. I know. We so, held. I mean, you know, we held back a little bit, and they may change it. 
but two-thirds of their votes in the uh, state Senate and state uh, House because they know this is a losing proposition, and if they see a lot of mom-and-pop stores go belly up, it will go belly up in 2021 in the General Assembly. Okay, a break. We'll be back. Matt Smith's here. Always fun when Matt's here on the Dave Ellswick Show. And back with you on the Dave Ellswick Show. We're moving in closely to news. Got to do that here in about 30 seconds. But I've had a lot of people already ask me today. I got some emails, got some texts. Is it worth it, Dave? Is it really worth it? And I just can only tell you with a resounding yes. Worth what? Spending three hours, spending your money oh, on gotcha. and all that. Uh, the more you to, watch it, it'll be better. Well, I'm I'm going to go see it again this weekend, and mm-hmm. I'm already talking to my buddy who's up in northern Arkansas this weekend. He'll be back with his wife next weekend, and we'll go see it next weekend. This is a movie I may see four or five times. Here's the news. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. Let's talk about a few movies that are coming up here uh, shortly. Right now, let's just put it this way. This week, this weekend, next weekend, and maybe even the weekend after, Avengers Endgame is going to rule. I would say probably at least three weeks. And then uh, Disney is releasing Aladdin coming up here pretty soon. I wa- That was the trailer I saw before Avengers Endgame. I am not impressed with that movie. Which, What's, which movie is that? Yeah, Aladdin. Uh, I mean, you, you know, know when I it's not it, I supposed to really it, be uh, anywhere along those lines. It looked I mean, to me, it's a, it looked like Bollywood. That's what it looked like to me. You know, and a whole, you know, a whole new world. That song just doesn't resonate with me anymore. Right? I mean, the next movie I'm ready for is in three <laughs> weeks, and which that's is John Wick three. Okay, see now. It's going to come, and a lot of people will already have seen Endgame, for sure, and they'll be ready for John Wick 3, no doubt about Parabellum mm. is what it's called. Well, you want to talk about what's coming up. Um, you know, I can tell you... These documentaries, there's a couple of them that look mm-hmm. pretty good. I can tell you next week, next week at Riverdale 10 exclusively, Riverdale10.com, nowhere else in the state of Arkansas, you'll be able to see Hail Satan. Okay. And this film was uh, done by Magnolia Pictures, and they filmed so much here in Little Rock. They filmed the state capitol. They filmed the protests at the state capitol. They've got footage of the dude uh, going to court and on trial that drove the car into the Ten Commandments monument. They've got footage of the monument, the the car wreck, the people protesting, uh, the clowns trying to put the uh, satanic church— uh yeah on on the state capitol fairgrounds mm-hmm. and a bunch of scenes shot in little rock and it's it, <laughs> it's funny man it it's just i mean i don't want to spoil it for anybody but that'll be at riverdale 10 next weekend uh riverdale10.com for your tickets for that lucian greaves yeah the whole the, the whole guy the guy that founded the thing and and i i, I don't want to uh, it's a documentary. Penny Lane directs it, and I I don't want to say anything um, to spoil it for anyone. But it's uh, there's some funny stuff in there. there. There's some goofball stuff in there, and you're just like, really, really. So that's coming up at Riverdale, and then also exclusively next weekend at Riverdale is High Life. I want to see that. I have I've been waiting for this to get here. It looks really good. 
Yes, uh, a man and his baby daughter, the last survivors of a damned and dangerous mission to the outer reaches of the solar system, must now rely on each other as they hurtle toward a black hole. With Robert Pattison, Juliet Benoche, Mila Goth, Scarlett Lindsay, directed by Claire Dennis. And that's High Life. It's Area 24 is the distributor. It's at Riverdale 10 next Friday, Riverdale10.com for your tickets. Only one hour and 53 minutes, by the way. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) It's a decent running time. Be better if it's an hour and 33. Uh, 90-minute movie is the perfect length. Uh, 90 minutes. Uh, Also next week, The Intruder, which will also be at Riverdale 10, 10 Riverdale10.com. A young couple's dream home in Napa Valley, California, turns into a living nightmare when the mysterious and lonely widower they bought it from shows up and interferes in their daily lives with michael ely you know why good. this is going to be good dennis quaid dennis quaid dennis plays quaid the, he plays the heavy in this movie carolyn anderson that's also at riverdale 10 riverdale 10.com for the intruder and he's not doing a car commercial for insurance that's right that's right and then at all of my locations you'll be able to catch long shot when a gifted and free-spirited journalist with a knack for getting into trouble becomes a speechwriter for a smart, sophisticated, and accomplished politician running for president, who used to be his, his girlfriend, his former babysitter, yeah, kind of, and childhood crush, with Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron, and of course uh, Bob Odenkirk. You know him. Mm-hmm. Better call Circus. Saul. Better call Saul. Better call Saul. That's right. Long shot, and you catch it at all of my locations next Friday. Hot Springs, Here, Cabot, Searcy, early, and Riverdale. Here's my early review for Long Shot. <sighs> it's Seth Rogen again. He is so boring. If it was that bad, it'd be on Netflix. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> also starting next Friday. Oh, my goodness. Next Friday. <laughs> He's thinking about that Highwaymen movie that he I went to sleep it, watching. I man. You didn't like it. I liked it. That was a sleeper. Ugly Dolls is PG. After traveling from the adorably different town of Uglyville to the other side of a mountain, Moxie and her ugly doll friends discover perfection, a town where more conventional dolls receive training before entering the real world to find the love of a child. Animated with the voices of Kelly Clarkson, gotta love her, Nick Jones, Blake Shelton, Wanda Sykes, she is hilarious, Pitbull, Emma Roberts, and uh, Gabriel Iglesias. By the way. It's jo- Ugly Dogs. Jonas, not Jonas. I'm sorry. Ugly Dogs, PG, <laughs> and uh, my six-year-old daughter will be there to see that one. I'm so sure she will You can be. catch she that at all of my locations. So. Yeah, but anyway, I, I've checked out on Seth Rogen for... Since what was what was the, the series of movies they did with the, with the one with the fraternity moving in next door? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Neighbors? Yeah. I mean, after that one, Seth Rogen hasn't done a good movie since. Mm-hmm boring and why charlie's thrown she she don't don't need to check except maybe she wanted the money so she could do uh atomic blonde too we need that one yes we do asap i agree i'm ready for that one have you seen this new one it's called i think it's called anna hannah i just started hannah you're talking about prime what you're talking about ma no no you're talking about the horror movie not that movie i know what you're talking about ma is Gonna be a trip, okay? man. I'm just, I'm you're just, totally right about that. I'm just like, no, I'm this looking forward. There's another kid. movie that's kind of like Hannah. Oh, okay. okay. This okay. is called. I think it's Anna, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I get up. messed up with all okay. of these 
you know, females with very short first names. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is Pam. Uh, she looks, yeah, kind of like that. She looks, it looks like John Wick female. Oh, hey, okay. That's what that, it looks that's like. That's interesting. Who's starring in it? Not I so, loved Atomic Blonde. Brand new, brand new actress. And I'm with Zach on John Wick 3. I'm ready. Oh, I'm in. Oh, man. I'm ready. Did you, have you seen the, the trailer where he's riding down the street? With on the horse oh, I'm yeah. so with ready. the samurai sword. I'm so come ready. on, dude. That's uh, awesome. And see, I'm done with all the trailers now. I just want the movie. For and, you. and and you know, I'm I'm with you on Aladdin. Kid, that's a kids movie. That's for kids. Yeah, I agree with you on Aladdin. Doesn't it look like Bollywood? Don't yeah, you? you know they it's might got be going for a little Vista jazz film even. to it. I mean, you know that little genre. And I mean, I I still Lion King's going to be big. Yeah. It's not going to be bigger than Avengers Endgame. Nobody thought that. Yeah, they, Disney thought that no. was their big one. No. Gosh. No. I read an article about it. Their two widest releases this year are, are, are their their widest releases, most screen count will be Avengers, Lion King, and Star Wars this year. Right. But, uh, that, no, I mean, I, I don't know what they put out there in the press, but they're they're pretty honest. I mean, when I was when I was booking films, they told me, they said, you know, Dumbo's, Dumbo's going to be good, but it's not in our top five this year. Yeah. It you is know? called, by the way, it is called Anna. It is Anna. It is Anna. It comes out June 21st. Beneath Anna's striking beauty lies a secret that would will unleash her incredible strength and skill Anna. to become one of the world's huh. most feared governmental assassins. Who's the distributor? Um, I have to go back. Let me look back here. Anna. I'm looking. Um, it doesn't uh, give Summit that. Entertainment. Who is it? Summit. Summit. Summit yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. They were bought out by Lionsgate. So yeah. now take a look at the they're picture. On that, they're, on that, they're, on that, they're on that third tier. Sasha yeah. Lust. What else comes out that weekend? What weekend is there. it now? June twenty first. Yeah, we better look out on June the sixth because Secret Life of Pets two is out June sixth. Baby, yes, look out. I can't wait for that. They coming. I love they the coming. first one. The first one was <laughs> fantastic. It was so a little, yes, funny. we could. So have, good. Man, you told. I want to go watch it again now. <laughs> I, that was fantastic. Oh, it's coming out June the sixth. That's gonna be great. Okay, so what what else is out the same weekend as Anna? Anna, I'm about movie? to look. Okay, he's taking a look. Uh, this girl that's playing in Anna. This is her first starring yeah. role. Sasha Luss yeah. is her name. She's from Moscow. Ooh, she yeah. looks, if you look at her what picture, else is she the, looks a lot what like. What else is out? Is like, Zach talking uh, about how she looks Charlize or is Zach talking about what else is open? What's today? coming out that weekend? What's, What's coming, coming out, out that weekend? Toy Story 4. Okay. And wow. Child's Play. Wow, yeah. Toy Story 4 okay. is going to kill. Mm. It's over. Mm. Yeah, all the families and all the little kids going to Toy Story and all the horror film fans are going to Child's Play and nobody's going to Anna. By the way, guess who Nothing else but is, an empty guess who room. Else is Now, I know Toy Story is Disney, Luke but... Uh, Evans. Uh, <coughs> no, Toy Story is Disney, too. but who, who, is, who is distributing Child's Play? Is that Universal? Is I'm Universal a, distributing Child's Play? I'm going to check. Which Child's Play? Child's Play, the new one that comes out June 21, the same day oh, as Anna. Okay. You can watch Anna. Don't worry about getting an advance ticket. You'll be able to get into yeah, that thing. Yeah, I don't you know, disagree premium. with that, You'll but it's going to be a fun one to go see, You get the I perfect think. seat in the center of the room. United Artists releasing in United. Orion Pictures. Those two are distributing on oh, Child's Play. United, well, United Artists okay. used to be the, well, the James Bond movie headquarters. Yeah, okay. Well, um, yeah, I guess you got a couple of... A couple of uh, people that are just going to step up to the plate and get hit with a pitch and take a base. That's what you're going to get. Well, I'm going to go see 
Toy Story Four and everything and else and Child's Play. You know, yeah. I'm interested in those two. They're gonna they're gonna take they're gonna take a they're gonna take a hit that weekend because yeah, that weekend's gonna belong to that weekend belongs to Toy Story Four. There is no doubt. So when does when does the new Bond movie come out? Is it in 2020? No, I think the new Bond movie is is uh, I think it's I think it's next spring actually. I think next mm-hmm. April's the new Bond. How movie. weird is that? Usually they come out in the fall. Well, they were trying to get Daniel Craig back, and then they had some deal with trying to get him in the in the to the contract, and then they were the director was working on something else. Yeah. And I, but I I think that's April of twenty twenty. April eighth, twenty twenty. The traditional mm-hmm. Fast and Furious weekend. Mm. That's when it's coming out. That's going to be huge, okay, for man. Bond 25, because the new yep. Bond. Yeah, Bond 25. The, yeah, that's going to be huge, man. The that's new be Bond huge. girl was that's announced huge. just this week. It's Her about, name is Anna Armas. Another Anna. Yeah. Dude's got something for Annas. Guess who's playing the bad guy in this one? Rami Malek. That name sound yeah, familiar? Yeah, he was, yeah. he was. My guy from Mr. Robot, yeah. which I watched in the United States. And from... Of course, um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, Ralph Fiennes yeah, is back. Daniel what. Craig is back. If uh, if if uh, Rocket Man is half as good as A Star Is Born or Bohemian Rhapsody, it wow! Looks so it looks good. It does. Now, I'm so and excited about Rocket out? Man. Now, see, you know, now that's something I really want to see. Zach was asking me earlier what I really want to see. You know. And no, I mean, we were I, telling you to go see. Yeah, yeah. Endgame, and, 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 no, I don't want to see. Well, I, I would, <laughs> I hadn't seen I hadn't seen Infinity War, so I'm Rock. excited about John Wick three. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I told you that already. Maybe I did yes, on the you break. Did. You and did I'm excited. Me. I'm excited about. Um, I'm excited about Rocket Man. That I'm comes really out excited. May 31st. I'm really excited about those two. Mm-hmm. It's come out for Memorial Day, May 17 huh? and May 31. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about those two. That that those two come to mind. I can't think of anything coming up here in the next month or so that grabs me as much as those two. What about Godzilla? Yes. Man, that's gonna be big. That's yes. gonna be a big God. film, guys. And I tell you, the Spider Man this year looks good. Too. Yes, it does. Spider Man looks strong. I'm, I'm See, glad. Godzilla comes out yeah. the same weekend as Rocket Man. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. well, that's two different audiences mm-hmm. right there. Well, that's that's, that's just doing some good programming. Yes, it there. is. And you've got you know you've got that holiday Monday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that'll be a big box office weekend with Godzilla and Rocket Man. Godzilla do is going to do yes monster yes yes. <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited. But those are the two I'm excited about: John Wick three and 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 Rocket Man. And as much as I want to see John Wick three, I kind of hate to watch John Wick three because I know that's the last one. And I kind of hate that. I hope it because, finishes off with a great because, bang. Well, but they're, they're, they have they have done such nice a pun, a great bang. There huh? you go. They've done such a quirky deal with that whole trilogy, and it's just it's been small and tight and stuck to what it is, and it hasn't tried Same to be director hasn't tried to get outside its lane and it just it tells its quick tight story on each one of those movies yeah and you know i imagine those are great low budget films that make a huge profit for keanu reeves and the distributor but the way they're telling that story it it does not appear low budget they keep it tight yeah they spend their money wisely they pay, you know, pay a lot for their cinematographer. There's it, no yeah, doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, it. it's just yeah. I, I, I'm yes, John Wick three and Rocket Man, absolutely. All right, when we come back, we'll start telling you where you can see in game this weekend on the Dave Ellswick show. All right, so on the twenty first of May, the night that Aladdin 
opens up. Another movie's opening that I really want to see. Bright Burn. This is the Superman story, except that the kid that comes from outer space, you know, and is raised by human family is a bad seed. It looks great. I haven't seen anything on it. Have you seen the trailer? I haven't seen nothing on it. Yeah, yeah. Brightburn looks, looks strong. Good. Brightburn looks good. Yeah, I was I was talking to my Sony rep and and he, they were trying and you know some they're allocating motion pictures or whatever and I I was trying to pick for some of my theaters and uh, I got some competitive towns that I'm in and so I can't play everything so like you know Granite City or Belleville or whatever or even Troy, and occasionally in Hot Springs I kind of kind of pick and choose. But they had one track going where you could get The Intruder, which is May 3rd, and a faith-based motion picture in August, uh, which, you know, uh, or Brightburn. So if you if you took The Intruder and the faith-based film in, in, in August, you couldn't have Brightburn. You could take Brightburn and then, you know, mm-hmm. not play the other two. And so uh, The Intruder is from Screen Gems. It's not a regular Sony picture. And... Sony's not really known for faith-based films, so I'm sitting there thinking, "Eh, I got to go with Brightburn." So you know, I took Brightburn in my in my competitive towns because to me, uh, Brightburn looks strong. I mean, yeah, it, it does. It, the it trailer goes, looks uh, great. I think it's the 24th, isn't it? May 21st. 21st. Yeah, the 24th. I thought it was the 24th. Yes, the 24th. Yeah. Well, I thought it was May 24th. Friday, May twenty four. Is that right? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, okay. and and so you know, I took I took that because to me, that looks like a strong film. You think Brad Pitt's going to open strong with this uh, Ad Astra that he's got coming out? Uh, what's the date on that? I, That's I, the same weekend as Brightburn. Who's that from? That I don't know. Yeah, I you know I haven't I haven't been trying to nail that down. Um, I was getting my hands on Brightburn. Of course, I want Ma. Uh, obviously, Rocket Man, Godzilla. Obviously, Aladdin. And of course, early May, I'm plugging in Ugly Dolls. I'm plugging in Palms. I'm plugging in Long Shot. I'm plugging in John Wick Three. Ad Astra is um, distributed by Walt Disney. Did you see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, by Walt Disney. Did mm-hmm. you see who stars in this? I mean, it's Brad Pitt, Tommy Lee Jones, Kimberly. I, I, Elise, I think that may be Donald one of their, Sutherland. I think that may be one of their smaller films, mm-hmm. though. Ruth and Nega, Yep. Yeah, I think it that may be good. one of their smaller films, just because of the date. I mean, um. It's too close to Aladdin and Endgame. And it was previously scheduled for January 11th. Mm-hmm. So No, they pushed it back. Yeah, they pushed it back. Mm-hmm. That's okay. kind of, mm-hmm. you know, they must not, they thought it was good enough, but maybe maybe they think it's good enough that it might get some award consideration. I'm going to have to look up Brightburn. I haven't seen anything on Brightburn? Brightburn, oh Dude. man, yeah, you're gonna it's, like that. I mean, it's my first time hearing it. No, great. for real. They take in the Superman saga instead of Superman being the good kid. Superman's the bad kid. You know, a bully mm. because I, he gets bullied, and but he don't treat the bullies with nicely. Respect. Yeah, he takes revenge. Mm. Watch while while we're taking the break for news. Watch yeah, the trailer. Watch yeah, watch and then that. We'll talk Be, about yeah, because to me. That was impressive. Yeah, to me that was impressive, and 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 I'm not a scary movie horror movie fan, but Ma looks impressive to me. That trailer I, when I saw I, it before, whatever movie it was a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I got to go watch this. They're gonna wish they hadn't asked that woman to go in the liquor store for him. 
I mean, it's gonna go bad, man. <laughs> it's gonna go real bad. <laughs> and 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 I think I think as much as 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 Ellswick likes those types of films, I think you'll get a big kick out of that movie. Well, you know why I like I like it already because you got Luke Evans in. <laughs> but I just I mean you got you no, got Captain I, America in no, it already. I want to see that woman as a villain, Octavia Spencer. I yes, because she's never played a villain. That's right. You see her in like Hidden Figures. Oscar nomination. You see her in the help Oscar nomination. Mm-hmm. Now she's going to be killing people. And guess who else? <laughs> I'm just like, and, whoa. And they, they've got another actress in this that I'm a big fan of. You're talking about Ma? Yeah. Who? Juliette Lewis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably a victim. You got to have, <laughs> you, like, you, you know, if she's in it, it's going to be a little off kilter. And that one trailer, they ask her to go and look store for him. She's like, she can't, can't, she can't go look, look for those kids. And then she says that one kid, y'all get home safe now. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, the kid's dead, man. They dead. That voice. Judy that Lewis voice. is probably going to get clipped. I'm telling you. That, that, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun movie. I, I, <laughs> I just can't. Can I you imagine I her playing? I haven't seen the trailer yet. So well, you need to watch, watch that on the yeah. break. Because when you see her and you're thinking, she's playing a killer? She's mm-hmm. playing like a bad person? That is so opposite of what she's played mm-hmm. in the past. So she's playing a, ser- a serial killer? Or, well, or the trailer doesn't really. The trailer doesn't. No, I mean, she's a person. She's okay. a person. The trailer doesn't really go into that uh, much detail. I think the trailer, when I watched, I think it was before Shazam. Yeah, when I yeah, saw it, yeah, I was like, yeah. "Whoa, what is yeah. this?" They'll get a new one out before then, though. We got in a couple weeks. They'll probably get like trailer trailer C out, like the third trailer, have a little more detail in it. All right, so that we're going to tell you what's on at the theaters in game. Okay, that's what, <laughs> that's that's what's on. <laughs> we were talking about the summer that, product. Yeah, man. that's what's that's summer what's stuff on that's at coming the theaters. Up. Riverdale Ten, uh, you know, Hot Springs Cinema, get up to Cersei, GI uh, VIP Cinema. Cabot VIP Cinema, in-game. <laughs> there you go. Riverdale10.com. That's basically what's playing at the theaters. Buy your tickets today. CabotVIPCinema.com. tomorrow or Sunday, maybe. Advanced tickets on sale now. All right. We've got uh, news coming up. We'll be back after the news. All right. Before we get back with Matt, let me tell you about Hillcrest Designer Jewelry and what they got going on. He wants you to support small business right here in Little Rock. And, uh, you know, Eric is one of those small businesses. Uh, Eric Coleman, a great uh, gemologist, a great jeweler. Uh, phone number is 501-246-3655. And uh, Mother's Day is uh, just around the corner. You want to save yourself some money on some jewelry for your mom. Uh, you know, your wife or whatever, here's your opportunity uh, for his Mother's Day inventory blowout sale. 20% off, and you must mention this coupon before the transaction. Only one coupon per customer must be used on jewelry purchases, cannot be used on jewelry repairs, and it expires last day of May. All in-stock merchandise for the Mother's Day inventory blow, blowout sale will be 20 to 50% off. 20 to 50% off. I've got a 20% off coupon as well uh, for uh, Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. And if you've ever been there, you know how good the stuff he does is. Go get yourself something uh, 
you know, made out of silver, made out of gold, made out of any other precious metal you might be interested in, platinum or whatever, all the gemstones that he has, all of the, uh, you know, he's got that computer program to help you design what the piece of jewelry is going to look like. Uh, Eric Coleman is your jeweler. The phone number again, 501-246-3655. Mother's Day inventory blowout sale, 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard right here in Little Rock. Just let you know. All right, let you know. Now, you want to go someplace else and have a blowout with your friends? You can go to Riverdale 10. You can go to Hot Springs. You can go to Cabot. You go Hey, to let's talk about it. Let's go see some movies talk together. Here you go. Let's talk about it. All right. So if you want to catch us in Little Rock, it's Riverdale10.com. Go to Riverdale10.com to get your advanced tickets. Purchase your advanced tickets for Avengers Endgame and all of our other features right there at the website. Now, all four locations feature... Luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserve seating. All four locations feature a full food menu. We're talking about White Castle cheeseburger sliders, fresh made-to-order handcrafted pizza, Bavarian pretzels, Nathan's hot dogs, Eisenberg hot dogs, State Fair corn dogs, ice cream, frozen Coke, chocolate peanut butter pie, Key lime pie, candy, popcorn, nachos, Bavarian pretzels. Go to the website, Riverdale10.com, and click menu. Or go to CerseCinema.com or CabotVIPCinema.com or HotSpringsVIP.com and click menu. Luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserve seating at all four locations. Same great fresh Hot made-to-order menu at all four locations. We just put in a new pizza oven at all four. Buy your advance tickets online at the website. We've got a movie club. You can join the movie club, and for every dollar you spend, you get a point. You can redeem those points for free movie tickets, free concessions, um, other free items, T-shirts. It's all right there. Sign up for the movie club. Information's on the website. Uh, Coming this fall, we will have a discount movie night on Tuesday nights, only for movie club members. If you're not a member, you can't get the discount ticket on Tuesday. Be sure to sign up for a movie club. We've got a free mobile app, the Theater Group mobile app for your phone. You can download the free mobile app at the websites. We've got an email newsletter you can sign up for, and we have a Facebook page where you can like and follow the events. Uh, coming up this summer, starting on June the 3rd for 10 weeks, we will have our Family Fun Film Series. Every Monday and Tuesday at 10 a.m., a new PG-rated film every week, 10 weeks in a row, all summer long at all locations for our Family Fun Film Series. And, of course, we got free popcorn on Wednesdays with the Theater Group Free Popcorn Bucket. And you bring that bucket in on Wednesday, you buy a movie ticket, you eat free popcorn all night. You can even fill that bucket up on your way home and take that bucket home. It's a 200-ounce bucket of popcorn, free popcorn on Wednesdays, Thursday through Tuesday. You can fill that bucket up for just $4. You don't even have to watch a movie. Just swing by, you get off work, fill that bucket up, take it home to watch Tiger Woods play golf. We don't care, okay? $4 for turning out some popcorn Thursday through Tuesday with a theater group free popcorn bucket, but free popcorn on Wednesdays. How can you beat it? 
$2 movies all summer long, discount movie night for our movie club members, full food menus, free popcorn on Wednesdays, luxury leather electric cleaners with tables and reserve seating. We have adult beverages. Now, in uh, Little Rock, we've got over 40 different beers and eight different wines on sale at Riverdale10.com. In Hot Springs, over 20 different beers and eight different wines, hotspringsvip.com. In Cabot, we have a private club license because for some stupid reason, Lone Oak County and the city of Cabot are dry. Uh, there are people in government positions that hate money and success and growth and jobs, unfortunately. Usually they're called Democrats or liberals. But uh, for some reason, we're a dry county there, so we're a private club in Cabot. But uh, you can check out the menu of the drinks that are available for adults at hotspringsvip.com and riverdale10.com. Now, coming to Searcy this year, we're doing a full remodel. Go to searcycinema.com to check out that theater. We're putting in all new refurbished restrooms, all new carpet, drapes, screen lights, screen masking, screen skirts, floor lights, tile, paint, and luxury leather electric recliners for every seat in the building. We'll be doing a new parking lot in Searcy, a new front facade, all new signage, LED lights. going to be nice. A lot of changes taking place in Searcy this year. We want to get all that wrapped up, hopefully, before Halloween for you. Down in Hot Springs, uh, where we've got over 20 different beers and eight different wines and that new pizza oven. Hotspringsvip.com will be your exclusive home this summer for Aladdin. Will be your exclusive home this summer for Toy Story 4. The new Maleficent movie coming out in October, only available at hotspringsvip.com. We've already got tickets on sale for um, John Wick 3 coming up. <clears throat> Check the website out for all of that. Sign up for the email newsletter. I saw that. We are remodeling. Zach said he saw it. Zach's right on time. He's in there ticking like Rolex. You know, Zach doesn't have to go and send us a, an email saying, you're playing this movie? Man, click coming soon. It's right there. Boom. We post movies and showtimes months in advance. So down in Hot Springs, we are expanding and remodeling the theater and the new screens open on Friday, May the 24th. Hot Springs is getting an all new parking lot, new front facade, new signage, new parking lot lights, all new restrooms, LED lights. the mic. Boom. LED lights, uh, new signage out front, new poster cases, new parking lot lights. We're adding more screens. And these screens will be stadium seating with Dolby Atmos Sound, luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserve seating, Barco 4K projection, Real D3D, Harkness high resolution, silver screens. VIP luxury seating, okay? The big screen in the big room is 40 by 20. 40 by 20, okay? That's going in the big new room in Hot Springs. We're opening it up May the 24th. Hotspringsvip.com. All new movie experience down there. Adding those new screens. We are doubling in size in Hot Springs. A lot of square footage, a lot of construction going on. Go to the website, hotspringsvip.com. You can click the Facebook link on there. We're posting Facebook pics of our progress there in Hot Springs. So, got a brand new movie going experience in Cabot. Dave Ellswick can tell you because he's there every Thursday night. Yep. 
they're about to get him a name tag and a t-shirt and put him to work <laughs> on Thursdays because he's coming in every Thursday about 6.30. It's like clockwork. They can count on the guy. They know I'm going to be there. You can tell it. Dave can tell you. Hot Springs is a brand new theater. We, yes. well, excuse me. Cabot is a brand new theater. We finished the refurbishment of Cabot uh, last year. It's a brand new experience in Cabot, and we are doing that upgrade and expansion in Hot Springs now. And we're doing that upgrade and remodel in Cersei now. They will be new. Exp- Hot Springs will be a brand new experience by June. Here's Cersei by great. August. All right. Cabot always, uh, with this upgrade, has been wonderful with the reclining seats and the upgraded food menu and now the club license and all the rest. But to top it all off, the restrooms have been upgraded and they're great. Okay, good deal. I'm glad you like that. I mean, I'm they're great. Like okay, you don't, right. no turning the knob on the top of the urinals anymore. We went in. We replaced the stalls in there, and yes. we replaced the urinals and the partitions, and we put in some new sinks, and they're automated. Oh, they're great. Got a new mirror in there. Yep. Got in some new granite countertops. Um, good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're happy with that. Did the same thing in the ladies' room. Yeah. Well, I so, wouldn't know. I, trying to trying to upgrade. I'm I'm not. A, I haven't identified as a woman yet. Yeah. Ladies' room or ladies' room. Don't expect that to happen anytime soon. Got some flowers in the ladies' room too. <laughs> got some paintings in there. Some artwork in there. That's cool. Yeah. It's a it's a little nicer than the you men's got, room. You got cityscapes in the men's. Oh, room. that's right. That's right. That's where that's what Joe put in there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we had Joe's 80th birthday party on April the 15th. Is he still working over there? Yeah. I never yeah, see him anymore. He goes in during the day. He does day oh, shifts okay. now. You know, he's been there 15 years. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it was his 80th birthday party on April the 15th. So we had a, a cake. We had a John Wayne cake and we watched The Quiet Man. Oh, on the big, it was his favorite movie. It's his favorite movie. Really? It's his favorite movie of all time. John Wayne's his favorite actor. Yeah. The Quiet Man's his favorite movie of all time. You know, that came out on St. Patrick's Day in 1952. Yeah. And a year Joe, before I was born. Joe had never seen it on the big screen. Oh, man. We got in on DCP. We just did a private employee-only cool. party and watched it. And and I, th- I think he really enjoyed it. He had never got to see it on the big screen. You're going to do that for Taylor? For Taylor, for his 80th birthday? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when Taylor turns 80, we're going to blow it out, you know. <laughs> Considering Taylor's 30, uh, we've got a lot of time to prepare. I got to tell you what, he is the nicest guy and the crowds love him. Taylor or Joe? Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, they really yeah. like him. He walked yeah. in last night before the movie started and said, "Everybody, you're supposed to be in theater 2. Are you in theater 2?" <laughs> and everybody said, Looked at her to yes, yes, yes. And he says, Good. And he walked back out again. But you know, you you we we've got those flat panels up there. I know you would think they could the, read. And and they're pretty big. And, oh, yeah. and they've got the showtime on there and the screen count. But people do wonder in the wrong room. And and if they if they stumble around and they go in the wrong room and they sit in a chair, and of course that's a reserved chair. Mm-hmm. That's somebody else's chair. Yep. And now there's an argument. What do you mean, man? I got row <laughs> D seat four. See, there's How my have you ticket. got row D seat four? You mean they double sold this chair? <laughs> Dude, you're in the wrong room. You can sit on my lap. It it blows my mind when people do that, you know. I, but when you've got something playing on, you know, three, four, five screens, it happens. Yes. Yeah, you know, it happened last night with me. <laughs> Are you serious? I had bought seven seats. No. And when I walked in, it was about three, uh, like I said, three young guys. Ah. You know, they were sitting in three of my seats. Ah. I'm like, you know, you're in the wrong seats now. You're in the wrong room? I'm like, I got five through 11. (laughs) Do you want to see the tickets? Ah. 
get the marching, start walking. Oh man, were were they in the wrong place? They were supposed to be in the front row. Oh, and then when I, then I was paying attention to them, uh-huh. and then they started moving from seat to seat in the front row. So I'm not uh-huh. sure if they knew which seats they were in. They might have went in the wrong room. Maybe people so. go in the wrong room something. And and then stuff will stuff will kill me, man. People, this this is so crazy to me. People will be sitting in an auditorium. And they will send a message to the theater Facebook page or they will email the theater office instead of getting up and going to talk to the manager. I'm serious. People will send an people will well, send a we know that you're dude, it's you're, crazy. You're on Facebook twenty four seven. It's crazy. I'm not on Facebook twenty four seven. They will they will message and they will say something like uh, it's a little warm in Pet Cemetery. Can you guys turn the air down? They will send a message to the theater Facebook page saying that. Prink a jacket. And the next day, somebody will see that message, and I'm thinking, really? I mean, why didn't you go talk to the manager on duty or talk to concession the- stand? Yes. They will message or email while watching a movie instead of telling someone <laughs> in the building. It, it blows my mind, man. When we, when we were talking about the uh, sometimes people do dumb things earlier. <laughs> that one kills me, man. How can you be sitting in there watching a movie and you're thinking to yourself, you know, it's 72 in here. I wish it was 71. Yeah. I'm just going to message the cinema Facebook page and see if I can have an adjustment made. <laughs> Instead of getting up and saying something to right. the usher or the manager right. or somebody, you know, uh, put your arms aside your shirt. You know, you're right? on your way to the restaurant. <laughs> you know, yell at the guy at the ticket stand. Say, "Hey, man, you know, turn the air up or down or whatever." You know, I mean, it, it just it just kills me, man. It no, but that me. happened to me last night. I was like, "Somebody's in your chair." And my throat. I'm like, "Hold up, now." You know, April second when they rolled around, I was waiting for seven o'clock to come open. And when it came open, I was the first one to get tickets. I know because I was doing it myself. Yeah, on a crazy movie like that, you've got to. You've I mean, got like, to. if you want to get a good spot in the center of the room. And I knew exactly where I wanted to get my seats. Yeah. I got seven of them. Like, now come on, guys. It's too big of a movie to make this mistake. <laughs> well, look, I was sitting I was sitting a little bit to the left side of the screen as you're looking at the screen, but still the view was good. good I was good in spot. I was in the the third row. But what three screen were you in? You were like one or two. Room two. Or, room two. So you were, in, you were in kind of the horseshoe shape yeah. room. And see, I was in room yeah. one last night. So yeah, I, great. Yeah. Now, Taylor, Taylor, those guys in Cabot like screen. I like screen one. They like screen two. I like screen one. That's my favorite screen in in, in Cabot. And screen two is my favorite screen in Little Rock. I agree. Yeah, I, I like agree. screen two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I, I, I like screen one in Cabot. I think that's the best screen there. Yeah, I'm River glad Hill, he went in and I like said that. Two. Yeah, I'm glad he it's said that. big. Yeah, I, spacious. I, yeah, I'm glad he said that in 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 Cabot. I'm glad he went in there and did that. And then I know you got to see Lee working there some too. Oh yeah, Lee know. was there last night. Yeah, Lee is uh, Lee's 22. He's a hardworking young man. Been working for me since he was 16. Yeah, yeah, doing his job. 22. Man. Yeah, he does a good job. He worked he over in Cersei for quite a time. He did. Yeah, he's a he's a, he goes to college at ASUBB. So all right, I guess you saw that news item on on in BB, right? No, what? Just, and I hate to say harping about this, but, you know, the, the city council in BB is stepping up to the plate, uh, and they are being more progressive than Cersei or Cabot. Okay. Um, they have said that if you're going to apply for a private club permit in the city limits of BB, just give your application to the police chief. He will check it over, and if everything is okay, it'll be approved. That's cool. They're not making you go in front of the city council 
three different times and wait six months to get approval to apply for an alcohol permit. Yeah, that's good. The city of BB is just saying, hey, if you want to apply for a private club permit, fill out the forms and turn it into the chief police. I know you've got your you've got your permit now, but have you had any conversations? Have you gone and had a meeting with the new mayor yet? I have not. I have not. I haven't either. I need to have him on the air. I will say this. Um, everything that has happened with my customers mm-hmm. in Cabot has been extraordinarily positive. The customers and the people that go to the theater uh, and the Chamber of Commerce um, have are extremely supportive of the theater there. We love the support that we're getting. Uh, the uh, senior class in Cabot bought out the 9 o'clock shows last night and went to the movie together. That's so cool. We That's had a, such a good thing to do. We had a fundraiser for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation so at the theater in Cabot. And the customers and the community there in Cabot have been extremely supportive of the cinema. Um, it has really been awesome. It's, it's, it's really been a home run for us there. Uh, I am and just much like the Riverdale neighborhood have supported right. Riverdale. I am hoping with the refurbishment and expansions in Hot Springs and Searcy, those towns endorse the improvements like Riverdale and Cabot have. Well, I'll tell you what, what's really going to help you with in-game oh, yeah. is there's so many people that are going to experience the Cabot theaters for the first time, and they're going to keep coming back now. I was making a joke earlier when I when I when I was teasing around with Zach, but I mean there really are some people that haven't been to the movies in a long time. I know, and they're going to go to this not because they're necessarily Avengers fans, but because it's a pop culture buzz mm-hmm. thing right now. Yeah, and and they may not have seen Infinity War, you know, but they're right. going to go to this because they feel like they need to go because other people are going. I mean, it's kind of like to a lesser degree watching the Super Bowl. You watch that whether you watch football sure. or not. You know, you may not even watch the football game. In 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 game Avengers in game is a pop culture thing, mm-hmm. and 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 people are going to that. And you're probably right. There's probably some people that are going to go in there that have never been to the Cabot Theater or haven't been in the past few years. Yep. And it's a it's a totally different experience. And you're going to look now. at their husband, or husband's going to look. Why are we driving all the way to Little Rock? We got everything we need right here in our backyard. I, I've been telling you that for years. <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't know why you would drive past that cinema to sit in a uh, uncomfortable chair and pay more money to do so and buy the gas. I, I don't know agree. why you do that. I mean, it's it's it is a it is a secret. We hope it's not a secret much no. longer as to how it's been. But the community's been very supportive, and and we have the private club permit there in Cabot, and and the the community's been supportive of that. I mean, it it has been a lot of us showed up to testify for you, but. No one is negative toward that. I am. I am still shocked that Lono County is dry. Mm. Lono County is is very much more of a progressive county than say Claiborne County or White County. I'm I'm, I'm shocked that Lono County is still a dry county. I really am. It's it's much more progressive. All right, break. Then we'll come back. Got just a few moments to wrap it up when we come back. All right, back with you at 90 seconds. Uh, Matt, be be aware mm-hmm. that in a couple of weeks when the Pikachu movie comes out. Yes. You know Blake Woodson. Yes. Blake Woodson is going to come to the Cabot Theater dressed up like Pikachu. Okay. All right. Just letting you know. Yeah. He's going to be on my show today. We're going to talk about uh, game and no spoilers. I've already told everybody hey. who's going to talk about game no spoilers because... I could spoil the movie for you. I won't do that for you. Just remember, at all the theaters, anybody can come, and you can dress however you want. Just make sure you buy a ticket.
Yeah. That's all it takes. That's right. it. You want to be Captain America tonight, or you want to come in as John Wayne, or you want to be dressed as Clint Eastwood, or maybe you want to come in as Sarah Palin, or possibly Ronald Reagan, or uh, the Donald the, Trump. You can come on in. These are the characters in Dave's studio. You can come on in. Just pop on in there. Dirty all, Harry. All you need is a ticket. John Wayne. I'm trying to think most, of uh, the, uh, the most, most interesting man in the world. world that you <laughs> yeah. were good enough to dedicate to our studio the here. new guy is not as good they need they, no, they should have kept him I, yes they in should the have. ads those Absolutely. ads are iconic you're not seeing him anymore either. i don't like the new guy i, I don't like the like replacement he's not interesting very good That's <laughs> he's not very good man. he is not the most he interesting isn't. man in the world all right should've thanks for coming in man. we appreciate you thanks for coming in go see a movie this weekend well go see endgame riverdale10.com there you go all right, back with you about 3.35 on a Friday. My thanks to Matt Smith for coming in. And uh, if you're wanting to see, as everybody is right now, as as Matt said, we got a cultural phenomenon going on at the theater right now uh, all across uh, the United States and sh- shortly to hit all over the world with uh, Avengers Endgame. If you want to go, uh, you better go online immediately that's right and uh and buy your tickets i was looking at riverdale 10 and they're selling out on every one of their theaters very quickly i haven't gone to cabot i gotta feel it's probably exactly the same way yeah i was looking at uh, other movie theaters besides riverdale 10 for sunday night and they're already selling out too you know yes. i i know imax is sold out i went and looked at it. i think they for seven o'clock they had one ticket for imax uh and since my you know I'm going to look and see what they got maybe beginning of next week. Okay. And then go to like a 7 o'clock showing at that time. But that's not guaranteed either. If I you mean, do, let me know because I'm thinking about going to see it again next week as I want well. to see it in IMAX I do now. too. All right, because it's one of those movies, the bigger you can see it, the better you're going to like it. That's There's true. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. All right, so police have arrested. You may have seen some of the pictures of this already, uh, Zach. Police have arrested a semi-truck driver accused of causing a fiery multi-vehicle wreck today, uh, yesterday on Interstate 70 near Denver. Have you seen the video of this? I've not. Unbelievable. It left four people dead. Six more were injured. Rogel Medeiros, 23, of Texas, arrested on suspicion of vehicular homicide. He's slated to appear in court tomorrow for an advisement hearing. The charges stemmed from interviews and evidence, said Lakewood Police spokesman Ty Countryman. Authorities said it did not appear drugs or alcohol were involved, and the crash does not appear to be intentional. Officials said they were looking into whether the truck's brakes failed. Uh, Medeiros was not seriously injured in the crash. Uh, Lakewood police spokesman John Romero told Fox News that Romero was in the United States legally uh, and possessed a green card. And I don't believe they met Romero. They met uh, uh, Medeiros. That was the truck driver's uh, name. Law enforcement officials said the coroner's office is working on determining the identities of those who died. Six people were transported to the hospital with serious injuries. Their conditions not immediately clear. The 23-year-old semi-truck driver was heading down a hill when he slammed into traffic 
that had slowed due to a previous crash ahead of him. The collision in the Denver suburb of Lakewood started a chain reaction and it caused a diesel fuel spill. Countryman earlier told the Denver Post, uh, you know, gave him all this information. Here's what else he said. This is incredible. The fire was said to be so intense that it melted the roadway and melted the cars. Melted any metal on those cars. Totally. It's looking to be one of the worst accidents we've had uh, here in Lakewood, he said. We're still trying to identify what some of the cars even are. We can't tell what kind of cars they are. The Colorado Department of Transportation announced today that I-70 will remain closed in both directions at Denver West. Authorities said the highway may not open until Saturday due to the pavement conditions. Spokesman for the National Transportation Safety Board said the federal agency is monitoring local authorities' investigation into the crash, but it is not involved. Peter Knudsen said NTSB teams got involved when the agency saw an opportunity to issue new traffic safety uh, recommendations, like put your foot on the brake when you're coming down the hill and you're driving a truck. Uh, YouTuber Josh McCutcheonson, who captured a video of a semi-truck speeding down the interstate, uh, posted the video on his YouTube channel, Burger Planet. Oh, my God, he was heard saying. Josh Lapley, the chief engineer with the Colorado Department of Transportation, warned drivers that they need to be more careful on the road. You think? Uh, I think that we lose sight that vehicles are deadly weapons and all of us get a little careless at times and need to be more careful when we're driving, he said. That's kind of an understatement. You know, that's that's really just an understatement. But anyway, four people have uh, died, uh, six more injured, not sure how badly, and the fire burned on that highway so fiercely that um, they couldn't even identify some of the cars. They were burnt down so uh, much. I mean, just terrible. Uh, did you did you hear about how well our uh, economy is doing? Huh? 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 Have you heard about that? Let me just tell you, I'm uh, excited. First quarter earnings three point two percent. Three point two percent. You know, and the Democrats are saying they can do better by giving all of our money away instead of making money. 3.2%. Salaries are going up, all right, without being told that uh, the company's being told they have to do that. Uh, the companies are making more money. I mean, just uh, the economy's going well. Why would you want to change horses in the middle of a river? I don't know. All right, uh, we'll get a break in here. Dr. David Key, uh, director of the MBA program out of Harding University, is going to join us here in a few moments. Then Blake Woodson is going to be in the studio, and we're going to talk about movies. We'll talk about in-game. Already told him, don't worry, no spoilers. No spoilers today here on the Dave Ellswick Show. 
Hey, don't forget that Hillcrest Designer Jewelry is having their Mother's Day inventory blowout sale. That's what May 12th, I believe, is the date of Mother's Day. 20% off. Now, you have to mention this coupon before the transaction. Transaction, you don't have to have one in your hand. Uh, only one coupon per customer. It must be used on jewelry purchases, cannot be used on jewelry repairs. It expires on May 31st. All in-stock merchandise, 20 to 50% off from the great work that uh, Eric Coleman does, the jeweler there, Hillcrest. Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. Excuse me, didn't mean to hiccup in your ear, just the way it did. Uh, Dr. David Key is here. He is the director of the MBA program at Harding University in Searcy. We welcome him to the studio to join us. He's going to be with us the rest of this half hour, all of next half hour as well. We'll talk about MBAs and things of that nature. But before we do that, I was just bringing him up to date on Endgame uh, (laughs) from the Avengers. And I was being asked, well, you must have went and saw a special showing of it. Well, they had a, they, they opened it really last night in the theaters. In Cabot alone, and, uh, and, and this is a good indication of how this movie's going, they showed that movie on eight screens, mm-hmm. and every theater was sold out. Have, have you ever mm-hmm. been to the Cabot Theater? Have you been by it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you got the Cabot Theater. It's sitting. It's sitting off of uh, eighty nine, right there, as you go past the the Kroger and the Dairy, the new Dairy Queen on the left hand side, and they hold several hundred cars in their parking lot, totally full. When I got there, they just had a few parking spaces in the back, uh, and then there's two buildings that are uh, not occupied right now that have several hundred parking spaces as well totally full i have never seen that happen uh, in cabot mm. never no, no other movies no other movie no <laughs> and then i was telling them and sharing with them uh in the uh, early showings last night in these uh, previews that they that they do they did 60 million dollars most movies hope to do half of that uh in their entire run for most of them they mm-hmm. did 60 million last night they're expecting this weekend to do a billion dollars. Yeah, from on one movie. Has any movie ever done movie. that before? I don't think so. I don't think so. This is that's the biggest opening ever, you know, preview <laughs> opening for a movie. Uh I would think they'll do better than 60 60 million a day uh for the movie when it opens you know, today. I mean, they're they're showing it now. I'm I'm sure they're showing it at eight theaters. They could go up to 10 there at uh, Cabot. It wouldn't surprise me if, if they have to to accommodate the people who are coming. They'll just not show the other movies, you know, and show Endgame. I'm not, no spoilers. We're going to talk about it even more later on. There's no spoilers. Just know, <laughs> use any superlative, uh, superlative that you want and then put the word yes behind it. <laughs> All right. That's the best way to do it. All right, so doctor, you tell me, you're the Harding uh, Graduate School of Business uh, director. Uh, tell me how things are going with this MBA program, and is is that what it takes now uh, for people that are in the workforce? And you you got to have more than a bachelor's now. Well, that's it's definitely been developing that way. The MBA is a, is is a, is a piece of paper that gives you a career advancement. And and therefore, this you know, if you have a bachelor's degree, you you can get a job. You're going to get a 
a well-paid job. Mm-hmm. You have that you have that MBA on top of it. You might not get a benefit right off the bat, but down the road, they're going to say, well, let's see who we're going to promote. Oh, well, this person has an MBA. Let's promote them. Or we say, hey, we have this important job. What are the qualifications? Well, they got to have a master's degree. And the MBA will open the door for those people. So it's moved up. Is the MBA the new BBA? I don't think it's gotten to that point yet. Is a new is a master's become what used to be the bachelor's? We're not at that point yet, but it's moved in that direction. Okay, so uh, explain to my listeners, what is an MBA? What are you going to study when you go for your master's in business? Well, it's a master's in business administration, which means it's a broader view of business. So you study all disciplines that are involved in business. So it would be finance, accounting, management, marketing, and ethics, uh, information systems, so all aspects of the business are covered in this uh, program, and it helps you have a broad understanding of the world of business. It gears toward management primarily because MBA, uh, people with MBAs are people who are going to be decision makers. And management and decision science are very parallel, and this, the, the science of making good decisions is really focused on all these classes, whether it's in finance or whether it's in management. The idea is we're training people to be to make good decisions with somebody else's money, with their typically. own money or someone else's yeah, money. That's what I'm saying, uh, but making good decisions for the business that helps the business perform down the road, however long it takes. Is it is it to help the person take a lot of the emotion out of it and bring a whole lot of logic into it? Well. It gives them a stronger foundation for that. Okay. They, you know, in, in, an, in an MBA program, you study a lot of case studies, which gives you a lot of examples of what haven't happened in the past or good or bad decisions that were made. And you can go back to the history and say, okay, this is what happened. This is what happened with Enron. This is what happened with Volkswagen. This is what happened with Sears. Uh, Sears, exactly, or Eastman Kodak. And you can look and see what happened, and you study those decisions they made. And a, and a good example of that is the Circuit City story. We uh, That's one case study I use in my courses. Circuit City was doing fine, doing great. And then somebody, it was probably somebody in a finance department, said, you know what? These, these, these top-end salespeople are very expensive to us. Uh-oh. And uh, we can save some money if we let these guys go and replace them with less expensive entry-level kind of salespeople. So on one sad day in March, uh, I can't remember exactly the year, I want to say 2014, Circuit City fired 3,800 salespeople in one day. Whoa. And, and of course, where did those salespeople go? And I say radio gives blood baths. That is the <laughs> ultimate blood bath. Well, it was bath. nationwide. Yeah. But their top salespeople all got let go in one day. Wow. And, of course, they all drifted over to Best Buy. Yeah. And now Best Buy is dominating that market, and Circuit City's out of it. Isn't that funny? Because Best Buy was struggling, and now they're still alive in Circuit City. I don't think there are any Circuit, Circuit City. Circuit City's gone. There's a slight little web presence of Circuit City today, but the, yeah, they're they're gone. Their history. Uh, I, the one that I always find of interest is Sears. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sears had the internet of his of their age. And refused to get on the internet when the internet showed up to be able to, to be as good as they were with catalogs. 
how did they screw up so well, badly? They, they loved their the catalog. Internet. They loved their catalog. They loved the way they'd been doing things. They had been getting great feedback on the value of the catalog, primarily for rural people. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, well, that wasn't the way to sell anymore, and they they missed out on that. Uh, a little That's bit behind so the incredible times. to me. They just weren't watching. In fact, last night we had Brett Biggs, who's the CFO of Walmart, gave a speech at Harding last night. And he mentioned how he would come talk about its competition and he would say the A company. He's referring to Amazon. Okay. And and he was saying Walmart has been was behind the times when it came to online purchases. They're trying to catch up. And had they been a little bit more careful and more attentive to what was going on in the market, Walmart.com would have existed long before it came about. And so they, so that's a, that's a lesson to learn. Does he, does he, did he talk anybody, uh, about anything about CVS, who has stepped into you know, the politics of Obamacare and are mm-hmm. making a killing now? He, he, he wants to say that Walmart is apolitical. And stays away from those things. You However, can't. But it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. But the pharmacy business is doing very well at Walmart. Oh, that's good. And uh, he, he mentioned that even last night about how that, that part of their business is doing very well. Doctors are favoring Walmart pharmacies because they have the similar, I would say, customer service qualities that you find uh, amongst the whole Walmart chain. So, well, well somebody would t- say to me, what, what's the big deal? A pharmacy is a pharmacy. No, 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 no. I, I had a pharmacist one time probably save my life because he looked at a pill that my doctor had prescribed to me and knew the in, uh, interaction that it would have with another pill and mm. uh, called the doctor and said, do you realize that what you've put for this guy. Mm. He says, yeah, don't give him that one. <laughs> so he probably, I don't know if he saved my life, but kept me from getting sick probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, They're, the role of pharmacists is growing, and the responsibility of pharmacists is growing. We have a nationwide opioid ec- epidemic. Who's controlling that? Is it the doctors or the pharmacists? Well, you saw the story in the paper today. I'm sure mm-hmm. that uh, the attorney general, they're going after three different, you know, you know, people who provide opioids, mm. one of them, Cardinal. And mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're, going to find, they're finding themselves in deep kimchi, as we used to say in the military. Mm. <laughs> you know, not, not mm-hmm. a good thing. I'll be following that story and see where, where, it, where it ends. And up a at. lot of what we do in the MBA program is, you know, we talk about stories of things that have happened in the past, and our goal is to not repeat those mistakes. Yeah. But our goal is also not is to repeat the successes. Mm-hmm. Companies that made great decisions that were like, where would that come from? That was a fantastic idea. Uh, one of the case studies we study is the $5 sub at Subway. When they came up with the idea of the $5 Subway, footlong Subway, it became, it just helped Subway make an incredible amount of money. And it was just a small marketing ploy of selling a product. But that $5 resonates. A footlong sandwich for $5 resonates. And uh, the sales of Subway went up. I forgot the exact number, but in the 30s, in a matter of a year, their growth was incredible. And they became that. In fact, that year, I think it was a year after that, they became the number one franchise in the world in terms of number of outlets. Wow. Because of a $5 sub. Now, I see where Quiznos is going the way of the dodo bird. It's slowly 
Uh, you know what? They, they should never got rid of the meat puppets. <laughs> I'm just telling you, meat puppets sold a lot of sandwiches. Usually there are many factors involved in the fall of a, of a business, but um, it's probably a contributing factor. I'm, quiz, I'm just saying. I'm just in saying. the case of Quiznos, it more than likely has, has management implications yeah, I'm with bigger you. than that one item on their menu. But uh, you, it's, it's interesting to study that. Well, let me tell you one that somebody needs to study. Okay. Dairy Queen. Okay. Because they were on the rocks. And they're not anymore. They're coming back. Mm-hmm. And uh, Berkshire's people bought them up. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, what's the old guy's name? Warren Buffett. Yeah, Buffett. He's the one that pulled them out of it. That's right. He said, sell ice cream. That's what you're known for. Quit bringing mm-hmm. this brazier crap, mm-hmm. you know? Focus on what your specialty is. That's exactly right. All right, well, let's talk more. Dr. David Key with us, going to be with us in the next half hour. Stay tuned. we got news for you coming up. And, and no, it won't be about in-game. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, let's get back to uh, the show as we move into the 4 o'clock hour. Some of you are starting your weekend. Congratulations. If you're going to go to the movies, you're probably going to go see in-game. I'm <laughs> just, just being honest with you. I know at Cabot, it's on eight screens. If enough people would walk in, they'd open up another theater and it'd be on nine screens. Did What was it that uh, Matt said? Five screens, six screens over at Riverdale? Yeah, five or six. Five or six, yeah. So I think it's going to be bigger than that. I, this this whole thing going on about Endgame is going to just keep building you know, as this, this weekend and next weekend goes. If you've got any other movie at this time, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> uh, Dr. David Key is in the studio with us. He is the director of the MBA program over at Harding University uh, in Searcy. We talked to him about uh, what and why the MBA program was so important. He said it has not uh, gotten to the point where you have to have a, a master's uh, and with your bachelor's, but it's t- trending that way. Mm-hmm. Correct. You who are using computers understand when I say trend, <laughs> and it's trending that way. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk a little bit more about this master's of business, uh, business administration. Is, is there different way ways that you can get a business a master's in business besides administration? Sure. Um, an MBA is, a, is the standard name for the business masters. Okay. And it's usually a management-focused master's. All MBAs, almost all MBAs, will have a core number of classes that you take and some electives that you can take. And the electives can be what we would more likely call a concentration. So you could take all your electives in the field of finance or all of your electives in the field of marketing, and you would say, I got an MBA in finance or I got an MBA in marketing. And so, therefore, there's the core courses, which is the broader stuff, and then you add the specialized areas where you can say, okay, this is what I'm going to spend my time on. This is what I want to become the best at as part of my master's program. And you, can, you have the choice. In our program, it's you take 10 courses and seven are core mm-hmm. and three are electives. So in the core, you're going to have a finance class, but then your three electives could be um, – Focused on, say, management. You can take conflict management, negotiations, 
operations management as your electives, and you would say, I have an MBA in management because that's where you put your concentration. Okay. What all, What would it be in finance? I mean, how many different ways can you look at a dollar bill? <laughs> well, there's areas of finance that would be maybe personal finance. We have an investment course, a capital markets course, which is the broader view mm-hmm. of finance. We have um, managerial finance, which is finance for people who are managers, which is much more decision-oriented, and uh, which Circuit City could have benefited from a little bit. <laughs> and we have... Um, you can, and you can then also have the option in our, in our, at, at Harding to do a thesis. A thesis would be something that's a little bit more academic involving a fair amount of research that you can select a very narrow, specific topic you're going to research, hopefully that no one else has re- researched before, and you can just spend all your electives on just researching that one narrow field you say, I want to learn more about that. Did you do that? Um, I did that, and I also got a doctorate. And it was fortunate for me that my master's thesis was kind of a precursor to what I decided to do in my dissertation. Yeah, because the doctorate narrows it down even further. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And it's very in-depth and takes many years. But the master's thesis you can do as part of your MBA program. So it's more like a, a, a mini dissertation or a, uh, a beginning of a dissertation. But you still do a fair amount of research. You're supervised by a professor, and you're also supervised by a researcher on campus. You know, we, we have researchers in our library who are specialized in helping you find exactly the sources you need, unique sources, journal entries, those kind of things to help you. Those who take the thesis option are those who are thinking more academically or those whose company is paying for their master's. Right. And their company says, you know, you work for this company. We're specialized in this. And uh, let's say a trucking company, mm-hmm. a large trucking company, and you, you say, you know, well, you need a stu- I need you to study supply chain and logistics. And you do a thesis in that area and talk about, say, self-driving trucks and do a, do a research on whether there's a future in self-driving trucks. Don't think that it isn't coming. It uh, is coming. And self-driving cars as well. Yes. No, yeah. no doubt Five years. It. I'm just telling you, five years. And if you go to our website, all of the different options of the masters are on there. So it's harding.edu slash MBA mm-hmm. for the MBA and harding slash, uh, harding.edu slash GSB for the graduate school of business. Because we offer another master's degree, which is a master's of science and information systems. And that is a growing field, information systems and the level of technology that's being used. And uh, in the areas of decision-making is a fast-growing trend. And, for example, the prime candidates for the MSIS, that's how you spell it out, are students who are, or people who are in the accounting field, for example. Accounting is becoming very automated. There's a lot more software out there that's just making some of the accountants, let's just say they're a little superfluous. Their job is just not needed anymore. Unless they have some technical capabilities that can bring in the the use of the information systems along with their accounting knowledge, so those combinations are really helpful for them. And or you have those who come with the information systems at the undergraduate degree, and they want to take a position of leadership within their company, so they will match up a master's in business administration, an MBA, so they can say, yeah, you know a lot about technical things. However, we might need you to be 
managing 20 people on your staff. Mm-hmm. You need to learn some skills in that field. So they combine the two together, and it kind of complements what they don't already know. Which I is, mean, which I is mean kind if people have been using – if somebody's like a, uh, you know, a bean counter and, and uses an, you know, kind of like an abacus, I mean, <laughs> you know, if you're using – if you're getting into computerization, that's only a, a high-end abacus as far as I'm concerned. And it would do a lot of the work for you. Yeah. So instead of having 10 people counting, you know, the beans, mm-hmm. you have one person pushing a button, say, software, count the beans. Yeah. And so Here's you, what I want you to do. Spit it out. That's right. That's right. Okay. And so the master's is, whether whichever master's you take is something that's going to complement your knowledge, adding value to what you offer already to your employer or your future employer. And that value you add is something that complements your learning that you've come along the way. I like to use the word toolbox. You're adding another set of tools to your toolbox. So right. that when you show up for work, say someone says, you know, we have this special project we're working on. Say, well, I, I got an, an MBA with a concentration in project management. And uh, and I think I can manage that project for you. I can take you. care of it for and you. That, and then people say, oh, wow, you have that MBA in project management. Sure. Why don't you come and take the lead? And you have that extra tool in your toolbox. Smart to have it, isn't it? It is. It is. Now, it's an investment. Uh, The return overall, these are the general numbers. Someone who has a master's lifetime is going to make 25% more than someone who has a bachelor's lifetime. And that's very average across all disciplines. It's not necessarily true in some fields. In business, that's pretty much where it is. It's probably a little higher than that in business. Uh, if you have a master's, your your income potential is probably 30 to 35% higher than if you stay at the bachelor's degree. Then somebody comes in and says, well, I know this guy, he owns a business and he's doing very well. And he never went to college. Well, he was able to to do what he needs to do with the tools that he had at the time. That's right. But the, the, the market's become quite a bit more complex and we don't, the future's uncertain a little bit. So you Probably it's a good idea to add those tools to your toolbox because you don't know what's coming at you. All right. So let's talk uh, about what people should do. If people are listening and they're interested in an MBA, then you say they should go to harding.edu slash MBA. Correct. And they can get all the information Everything's there. The application form is there. The information about all the courses that are offered, the different programs you can follow. It's right there on the website. Okay. And then uh, the other is harding.edu slash GSB. That's all for the whole graduate school School of business. So that would incorporate the Master's of Science and Information Systems, which is a separate degree from the MBA. Okay. So how do you make up your mind which way to go? Talk to somebody there at the school, right? Talk to somebody at the school. We have um, full-time faculty. We have advisors who are business teachers in the program. And you can talk to, to anybody there. Do some research. Find out what's the best program for you, what's the best fit for you. But I would say that uh, you just contact us. The best way to do it is just send an email, and I'll try to look for it, and I'll try to contact you and try to give some advice. Everybody's at a different point in their career. Not everything's a fit. We have certain qualifications that you have to have to enter into a master's program. One of the requirements is you have to have a 3.0 bachelor's GPA. That means you have to be a fairly good student at the bachelor's level. If you have uh, no experience whatsoever, we might ask you to take an entrance exam. Uh, The GMAT is the most popular one. The GRE is another one. These entrance exams can tell us 
okay, maybe you're a little bit of goofball in college, but you have the smarts because you tested well on these and we'll let you in with the 2.78 GPA. Okay. The other option is have you been out in the workforce, you have 10 years of experience, and that that experience is going to be invaluable in the classroom, and we might waive the, the GMAT because your experience has been your testing ground, and we'll allow you in. Students also have to have understanding that they have to do this program within seven years. So if you're dragging out the courses and you're just taking your jolly old time, you just have to remember, in seven years you age out and you'd have to start all over. This is rare, actually. Not that many people are in that situation. The regular pace for a regular person taking one course at a time, our courses are taught in eight-week blocks. Okay. So if you take one course at a time, you spread it out over a year. It's a two-year program. You could double up, like you might say, I have a very calm summer. I'm going to take two courses in the summer. Mm -hmm. Then you're speeding it up a little bit. Or you might be a speed demon and say, you know what, I got a lot of free time. I got this part-time job. I'm going to just focus on the MBA and double up in your classes, and you could actually finish in a year. I don't recommend going that fast, but if you have the time and the capability of doing it, there's no stopping you. All right. We got a call for the doctor? Okay. Roman from Garland County wants to talk to you, doctor. Let's uh, get him up and on the line. Roman, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. Dr. Key is here to answer any questions you might have. Thank you, Dave, for the great job you do for Arkansas and America. And thank you, Dr. Key, for uh, your time today. I'm curious with the world view that we're in and realizing the historic nature of the university there, um, are you looking within your curriculum looking forward with the advent of what we know as the world system on, on being unveiled before us? And are you trying to prepare the students in any way for being like young Joseph's before they went into the court of the Pharaoh, so to speak, if that makes sense. If that makes sense. Yes. Uh, one of the titles we give to our degree is you get a degree in principled leadership. We put a heavy focus on ethics. Every single one of our courses has an ethical component. We teach from a Christian worldview. Harding is a Christian university. And that perspective or that lens uh, gives a different view of what's happening in the world today. And we have ethical situations that we face as Christians in the workplace that affect us differently than someone who's not a Christian. And we try to address those. In all of our courses, there are, there are ethical challenges in every field of business. And for everyone who is struggling with, well, what decision should I make when it comes to uh, the challenges that are hitting me, uh, we hope to give the students who come through the program the tools necessary to, to, to make that good ethical decision based on values that are scripture-based, based on values that are also common sense, that helps the students um, come closer to making a decision that align with their faith. I, I was thinking that that would be the way that you would answer. So with that answer, then I, I want to ask another question if it's uh, agreeable to yeah. y'all. Yeah, quickly. Okay. Dr. Key, do you have a, a grasp of where we might be at on that biblical timeline and how that affects you in preparation as you lead these students. 
Well, every course is taught by a different professor who bring gotcha. who brings their own history, their own uh, background to it, and their story is told through their classrooms. And every one of them will have a perspective that will say, "Listen, here's where I was, and here where I've been." And so they have a, all have a different view of it. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. When we talk further with the doctor, I'll have a few moments. We'll talk about what distinguishes Harding's MBA from everybody else's. We just heard part of that in his last answers. All right, let's finish up our interview with Dr. Key, Dr. David Key, who is the director of the MBA program at Harding University in Searcy. Uh, to go through the MBA program, do you have to go up to Searcy? You don't. Most of our courses are available online. You can do the MBA fully online. You also can um, choose to take a few courses in Searcy if you are nearby. But no, you, we have students all around the world. Oh, we, cool. We, I have a couple students in South Africa that I was talking to this morning. Wow. Uh, who are taking the MBA in South Africa. So, we're, yes, they're all over the world. All right. So let me just ask, what distinguishes Harding MBA from other programs? Well, first is, like we just talked about with that caller, we have a, a values-based MBA. We, we teach principled leadership. And therefore, the business ethics side, and we mean ethics, we mean values. That part is enforced and reinforced very strongly at all levels of all courses that we teach. That's the main distinction. The second distinction is, Almost all of our master's level courses are taught by our own faculty. Uh, we have very few adjuncts in the program who are sometimes people who make a whole living their whole life teaching for a variety of colleges across the country. We, we, we don't encourage that. Therefore, almost all of our teachers who are in Searcy on campus are also teachers in our master's program. And that's a positive right there. They know the Harding culture. They know what we try to aspire to be. And a lot of the students that we have are Harding alum who come back and say, oh, I had this teacher, you know, when I was an undergrad 10 years ago, and it's nice to have that same teacher teaching me at this higher level course. And I'd say a third distinction for Harding is the variety of the programs. We, we have a fair amount of, of leeway for students who are trying to focus their attention in one area or another. It's not a cookie cutter kind of um, situation. We have a new program we're starting this fall which uh, I, I really want to talk about because okay, it's, go. it's starting up. It's, yeah, three minutes. Well, I can do it in two. Okay. Uh, we have, uh, it's called a dual degree program. We are starting this fall, a program where you can get a BBA, a, a Bachelor's of Business Administration, and an MBA concurrently. Wow. And also an MSIS, also concurrently. So what that means is you can be in your bachelor's program, and then you're in your junior year and you say, I think I want to graduate with a master's. And you can take courses at the bachelor's level and at the master's level at the same time, which will allow you to graduate with both degrees. That's a great deal. And that speeds you up into the workforce with those extra tools I was talking about mm -hmm. at even an earlier rate. You know, if you're a high-achieving student who brings a lot of hours with you at the bachelor's level – and you like taking heavy loads, and you take courses in the summer, you can get both degrees possibly in four years when you would have been normally with just one degree in four years. 
We also have students who like to take double majors, who take two, two study two majors. In this case, they can take one major in the bachelor's and take the master's, and they graduate with that in hand. And we think this is, this is the future. And we do, we're the first school in Arkansas to offer this at the bachelor's and MBA level. And uh, it's a trend, but the trend hasn't really hit the states very strongly. This is popular in Asia and in Europe, and we know this is where it's going to happen. We have a lot of students who come to our schools at the bachelor's level who already have taken five, six, eight college-level courses through dual enrollment or receiving credit through AP courses and those kind of things. Sure. So now they're going to be taking the same number of courses they would have taken anyway because they brought in so many, and they can graduate with a master's. So this dual degree program is a, is a big deal. All right, so go to harding.edu slash MBA or harding.edu slash GSB. Stands for Graduate School of Business. Okay, you can get all of the your questions asked, and uh, can people start signing up now for They can. Uh, they can just sessions. fill out the application right there online. There's a simple computerized admissions process. You'll need three recommendations, a writing sample, and your transcripts. Right. And that's pretty much all we need. And if you have your set test scores, you can provide those too. All right. Dr. David Key, director of the MBA program, Harding University in Searcy. Although you don't have to go to Searcy to go get their uh, MBA. You can get it wherever you are in the world, even if you're in, you know, uh, Fayetteville. Uh, <laughs> more coming your way in a moment. We'll let the doctor out of here. Mm-hmm. I will get into the news and then Blake Johnson uh, Woodson will join with me. You know, if if I really want to have a fellow geek nerd on, uh, I might have somebody like, you know, Mitch Breitweiser, Tim Lim, or Blake Woodson. you got to have Blake Woodson. You know, I mean, you, have, you were talking to somebody that's a geek and a nerd, and I, I know that you went and saw Endgame last night. Yes. I was so, there at 5 o'clock. I guess, well, I you know, I had taste for a 7 o'clock show, so I, I, I watched that movie in the last hour was like reading a comic book that was nothing more than double trucks. You know, where you open right. up and it's just the big pictures of all the action and everything. Mm-hmm. That, no no spoilers, okay? I, I, I'm, I not, I'm not about to do that to anybody. anybody. But the bottom line is, if you are a comic book geek, if you love comic books or you loved them as a kid or whatever... The last hour of this movie, it almost made me cry. Oh, yeah. I it's mean, dead seriously, on. it almost it's dead made on me comics. cry. It was everything that I enjoyed as a kid came to life on the big screen for me last night. But there were some in the first two hours that was comic book related, more so yeah. in this movie than any in the past, I think. No, I don't disagree with that. And I, I had a long discussion earlier today with Matt Smith, who thought they should have did two 90-minute movies. Uh, and I said, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing I can sell more popcorn that way. But the, bo- <laughs> the bottom <laughs> I used to work for yeah, Matt. You know, and so you know what I'm saying. But the bottom line, and nothing wrong with that. He's a businessman. And so I understand that. However, yes, it's a three-hour movie. But you will not feel like you sat for three hours watching that movie. I totally agree. I looked up when it was over, and it's like, well, it's got to be 830, now, 8 o'clock. Yeah, I, I mean, I no, in, I, I was I, thinking the other way around. No, yeah. it's got to be like seven and seven thirty. I look down; it's eight o'clock. Yeah, no I way. walked out of that movie, and I, I, I looked at uh, my wife, and I said, 
that was the fastest three hours at a movie theater. I totally agree with you. So look, I my top three movies now are Ben Hur, The Godfather, Ooh. and Endgame. It that movie elevated itself into my top three movies with one just one wow. viewing of it. Uh, next week, I'm I'm going to go and buy tickets and go see it in IMAX. I've got to see it again. I got to see it in IMAX because we mean, were just talking. Of, we were talking in there before I walked in here. Yeah, and I know there's stuff I missed. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's there's Easter eggs I know we all missed mm-hmm. in one just in one viewing of that movie. I mean, everybody's talking about don't post, um, don't post the. Um, why, why am I drawing a blank? The end. The spoilers. Oh yeah. Don't spoilers, don't yeah. post spoilers, but how can you? Yeah. Well, there is so much in that movie. There's really no way to it post is, one. It, I talked about this before it even hit the theaters about how dense this movie was going to be, because it had to answer all the questions from all the preceding movies. It had to answer all the questions to the end of Infinity Wars then it had to answer the questions of what comes next. And they did all of it. And more. And, and I'm watching this movie, and when I walked in with Linda and was sitting there, the last thing I said before the lights went down was, I hope they can meet the hype. Well, they didn't just meet it. They went surpassed it. Blew it out of the park. Yeah. That, that's just, it's, as far as I'm concerned, it is near a perfect movie. I can't think of any way. I mean, even the score, the score in yeah. the movie. Oh, they start off thought, with traffic. I went exactly, crazy. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I really thought that Guardians of the Galaxy was the best score in my when they, when they start, my musical when they opinion. Start off, but please, Mister Fantasy, I'm yeah. going. You got to be kidding! One of my all time favorite songs because i love traffic and, and i hope we didn't just spoil some of it. it's okay i don't think we spoiled anything by just mentioning the song you don't know how it goes along and right you yeah. got steppenwolf that shows up and all kinds of stuff oh yeah i mean the score was perfect the directing was perfect the writing was perfect the acting was perfect wasn't that incredible with the writing i mean to be able to pull all that together that would i'm i'm just saying, they, how many pots of coffee did they consume? Oh, wow. No. You know, I I'm mean, just wondering how many bowls they had yeah. to smoke, too, you know, <laughs> to be honest with you. And, and to come up with some of the ideas they did for the the storyline. For for most of it, they had to have gone back and looked at old comic books. Yeah. And they had to have watched every movie over again. But a lot of people, I know my son did that. A lot of people's already done that. So. Yeah. But to read all the the comic books in the past, because there's so much, yeah, that was there. Yeah, oh. my my, you know, some people I've talked to have said they had tears in their eyes. There's some big emotional parts in this movie, uh, and there's some really great humor. And you got to have the humor so that the uh, the drama really settles in on you. But I got to tell you, that whole last hour for me was just incredible. Even after the part where I know that is probably your favorite part of the whole movie, that very end part, mm-hmm. to me, that went back to the comic books, oh, wow. Yeah, well, I'm. no matter who your favorite Marvel hero is, you'll love this movie. Yes, definitely. Except for Maybe four Deadpool. people. 
Thai people. <laughs> All right. And there's four others that they have not been able to do justice to them from Marvel. But that's going to be taken care of. Because have you heard the, what's, what's the guy's name? Friggy or whatever his name? The guy who's yeah, behind the, the Marvel Universe and all that? He made the statement that they'll, they're they not going to pick up. And we all know already that when you look beyond this chapter, that uh, Captain Marvel is going to play an integral part in it. Yes. But he said before they get into that storyline, they're going to make a Fantastic Four movie. But it's not, even on the, it's not even on the radar right now. You got Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, even Mrs. Marvel's on the radar. But I'm, I'm, that's but. stuff they're talking about. But I'm just telling you, there's a Fantastic Four movie coming within the next two years. You know what I hate the most, though? What? The Russos said that's their last one. Did they really? That well, is I the can Russo's last that. one. That had to be one of the toughest movies in the world to do. I Definitely. mean, seriously. Uh, to put it all, I wish we had... It'd be great if we had Tim Lim and Mark uh, Peregrini on with us. Peregrini, man, he probably could read his history and, and verse on the Marvel uh, Universe. But still, uh, it was a great movie. Great, great. Definitely. And you know the other thing I like? They kept the politics, for the most part, out of the movie. There weren't the little things that they throw in, you know, to take a shot at the right and things of that nature. A lot of them do. Uh, there was only one portion of the movie that I thought they took a shot. I thought there were two. No, did you say there was two? two? I can't mention it, but okay, we'll talk to it about the break. You <laughs> okay, tell me. I'll, I'll tell you my one. You tell me who. What the other? I think one I know was. your one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. I just went, you know, went crazy on. But anyway, with with all that uh, all said and done, as I've said since the start of today's program. Pick a, a a word, a superlative of any, you know, uh, uh, an adjective of your choosing and just say yes. Mm-hmm. Because that's what this movie is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I it, totally agree with you. I, I really, really liked it. So with that said, we said enough. Let's take our first break. So Dave Ellswick show. I got some cool things to talk to this guy here about <laughs> because he's going uh, someplace. When are you going to show up as Pikachu again? Uh, two weeks, Pikachu. You're going to come as Pikachu? I'll come up here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to come up here. I'm already planning on going down to the river market as uh, Big Bird and Elmo. So. Really? Yeah. That's uh-huh. kind of my deal now, dressing up and going places. All right. Blake Woodson <laughs> here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Okay, 14 minutes, make it 13 minutes now before uh, 5 o'clock. Fungi care or fungi cure. A man and a woman from their knees down, evidently naked in a commercial. I like how they come face-to-face, supposedly, and then they're just standing there, feet on the floor, and then her one of her her feet go up. I thought that was in her foot went up. There you go. You're on. Yeah. Turn that mic. There you go. We turn your mic on. Yeah, make sure your mic's on. Check, check. Oh, there, there we you go. hear yourself fairly well, huh? I can hear now. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> good. Super duper. So how how uh, how is your life going? Tell everybody what we're going to do next Friday. Next Friday, I am going to Dallas. Okay. There are two conventions in the town of Dallas, 30 minutes apart, town, the city of Dallas. And one of them is the 
the biggest horror convention in the Southwest. And the other one that's, is... That's like monster movies and stuff. Right. I'm just want to horror. make sure people... Yeah, horror. Horror. That's horror. right. H, uh, not W. <laughs> so the other one is Comic-Con Fan... It's Dallas Fan Expo. So Read, read off the names that are going to be there at these, these two expos. Let's start with the smaller one, I guess you could say, the, the Texas Frightmare. <laughs> that sounds so cool. Yeah, yes. The guest of honors are going to be Tim Curry, mm-hmm. who's been in everything. It. TVs. Yeah. Robert Frankenfurter. Robert England. Okay. England. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Campbell. Bruce um, is coming? Bruce Campbell. The yes. Ash, is be Ash himself. Okay. Um, Lee Majors, which the I didn't realize. Dollar man. I didn't ha- didn't. Couldn't figure out at first why the Million Dollar Man was going to be at a, a horror convention, uh-huh. but evidently he's in that new Ash versus the um, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Okay, he's in that TV show. Oh, all right. So that's how he got roped in. So Lee Majors is there. Meatloaf is there. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, Meatloaf's been in, well, what everything. Well, he was in Rocky Horror. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huge in Rocky Horror. And Tim Curry and him are there together. So yeah, that makes sense. Barbara Hershey. Another okay. one that's See, I everything. don't know Barbara from from horror. I know her more from uh, you know, uh was it uh Boxcar Bertha. Oh, uh, or um uh, what was the Something wind, Mama Wind Beneath Your Wings is uh, um, Oh yeah, Beaches. Beaches, yeah. So she's been in everything, but she's been in a lot of horror movies too. Okay. So she's there. You got and this one's one I'm not sure why they're a horror convention, but Scott Ian and Charlie Ben uh, I can't even say his name, but what, however you say his name, but it's a guitarist and drummer for the band Anthrax. Okay. So, I guess because it's a death metal, I guess oh, yeah, that's, they... that's how they got in there. Um, you've also got Elvira, Cassandra Peterson is going to be there. And Jenna Jameson, Tracy Lords. My son said, uh, Tracy Lords is coming, huh? Yeah. Uh, she was rabbit. Huh? Well, no, she wasn't rabbit. She was, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, what's C- her name from behind the behind the behind the green door. Oh, uh, she was in Rabbit. Um, I got I'm lost. Right oh, now. it's fine. Okay, yeah. so Tracy uh, Lords, who was 16 years old when she did porn. Right. My son asked me, um, "Is that not a porn actress?" <laughs> She's been in horror a lot movies, of so. a lot of porn <laughs> people were or actors were porn before they were. And you got Sylvester Stallone, maybe. I he was the it. Italian stallion in a, in, a, in a porn movie, yes. Seriously? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Well, we also got Joe Bob Briggs. Oh, man. Yeah, you got to have the man from the drive-in. Yeah, he's going to be there. And then one that, to me, kind of fits into Arkansas because he did a movie here. Okay. Is um, um, Charles Band, who did oh. Decadent Evil 2 here course, in Arkansas. Of course, Charles Band, Puppet Master. Puppet Master, exactly. And All the good stuff. I, I remember when we had that horror convention here. Yeah, yeah. And I was I, part I, of that. And I brought so. I broadcast to two days from that, uh, and I had him on with me talking to him and asking him at that time. I forget what year that was. If there were any more Puppet Master movies coming out, and he said yes. And uh, and I think there's been three since then. He did this uh, one with the the, the Nazi guy. That yeah, he's done some very popular. 
He's, I can't wait to see him again because I haven't seen him since he came to Arkansas. So pretty excited about He's a that. Smart man. Yeah, Friday night there at the the Texas Frightmare weekend is going to be a um, it's an Evil Dead party till dawn, <laughs> and it's just a huge party set up like the Evil Dead. All the background, the 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 um, car that was in it. Okay. The um, Cadillac that was in it yeah, is going to be there. It so. was in Spider-Man, the first yeah. movie. So yeah. that's that's going to be cool. And then you got the Fan Expo, Dallas Fan Expo, which is on the other side of town, 30 minutes apart. Okay, I got four minutes. Just read down the you list. You want to go real fast on these? Linda Carter, Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, uh, Charles Hoonan from um, Sons of Anarchy, Ryan mm-hmm. Hirsch from um, The Walking Dead, Zachary Levi, Shazam, uh, William Shatner, Linda Blair, Rain Wilson, Pamela Anderson, Keith Sutherland, Sean Astin, Corey Feldman, Ralph Macchio, the kids from It, uh, Boys Meet Boy Meet World Re- Reunion, and Mike Coulter, who's Luke Cage. They're all going to be there. You don't want to miss uh, next week because he's going to be reporting from three thirty to four. Or I want to call you from there. He's going to call. Which one will you be at for that one? For that one, I'll be at. The Fan Expo. Okay, and, and then you're going to call me again at 5 o'clock to 5.30. Then I'm going to run over 30 minutes. Actually, I'm going to drive. I'm not going to yeah. run that far, but I'm going to drive they across town. The outside the road from a heart attack. <laughs> I okay. better work it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Working out in reality of running that far, no. Uh, but anyway, if you got over, you get over there, you're going you're gonna to call in and maybe have the people that are running these on so that people can hear from the... the I'm hoping the when I go over the 5 o'clock one that I get Charles Band for you. Okay, that'd be great to talk, Charles. Yeah, again. that's what I'm hoping for. Great talk with him. The two best, the best one uh, interviews I had from them was him. Berryman was there from the Hills Have oh, Eyes, yeah. and he was, he's just stunned me. At he's a real cerebral guy, and then the guy who directed um, Reanimator was there. He's going to be at this one too. Oh, is uh, it Ramey? Yeah, is it like, Ramey? I can't remember. Anyway, I'd like to talk to him again. If, if well, they're we can get him they're up. showing that those movies. Reanimator, yeah. Oh, that, to me, that's a that's one of the great movies yeah. that were made. Yeah, they're they're showing that a all lot of humor in that movie. Oh yeah, a lot, and a lot of social commentary too. They took a lot of Romero's ideas from for that. But that, yeah, that's going to be fun. So you heard about this, and you know, I anytime that uh, people that I know that I in this business that have been in this business, I know can do this business and want to do something, I'm more than happy to get involved with them. And, you know, like called up and said, hey, I want to go and do this and this, and we'll get some interviews and and get some pictures and stuff. What do you think? So be watching the Facebook at that time during that weekend. Uh, Be listening to the show because you just never know who might show up and start talking to us on the air. Right, exactly. That's going to be cool. All right, we're going to have to get a break in here in just a second, Blake, for a few moments. All right. And... uh, if you heard the beginning of this half hour, we both not only give two thumbs up, but I got my big toes sticking up <laughs> as well for uh, for Endgame. And we were talking about a couple other movies that we're looking forward to. We're looking forward to, you know, in two weeks, John Wick 3 is coming, Parabellum is going to be out. I'm looking forward to this one uh, where they're taking the story of Superman and giving it a twist. Oh, Brightburn. Yeah, Brightburn. Oh, that looks interesting, it doesn't does. it? It does. I'm, I'm going to be great. interested in seeing that. And then uh, I'd be lying to you, I'm almost as geeked out about this movie as I was about Avengers Endgame, and that's Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Really? Oh, man, I am such a Godzilla fan. You, you, 
it's kind of scary. I guess when you add 17 Titans in there that yeah, he's well, going against. You know, you're going to have, and, then it, and it's all setting up for the big one next year. Godzilla versus King Kong. King Kong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the King Kong we saw in the movie King Kong was not full grown. He was just a young punk. Now he's bigger and he's stronger. And but I, who are you going to be for? I don't. It was the same way when the Japan when the Toho <laughs> Studios came out with King Kong versus Godzilla. Then uh, I'm I've always been a King Kong fan. And but uh, Godzilla yeah, said, but that's all right. I still don't trust him. <laughs> I don't trust him. I mean, in the first movie, he wasn't out to save mankind. He's out to stomp us in the ground. Well, if you look at the previews of this one, it looks like he's out to save mankind. Yeah, he so. is. This one, he is. I mean, that's not giving anything away. You got three titans against the king of the monsters four. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, he's taken on Rodan, which I, I'm really cool about because Rodan was one of my favorite monster movies. See, I'm a lot older than you are. Yeah, I didn't see that. I'm 66, <laughs> all right? So I saw Rodan. I saw the first Godzilla at the movie theater, uh, and they had already cut Raymond Burr into it, but he... He was not in the original Japanese movie. They put they put an American in it so that uh, American people would go see the movie. They didn't think they'd just go see a Japanese movie. You reminded me of something when you said the first movie you saw uh-huh. at the movies was Godzilla. Um, when we come back, I'm going to tell you my first movie and what I'm going to do in Dallas because of that first movie. All right. Well, let's do that. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Stick around with us. There's more to come here on the radio station. All right, back with you. Final hour. And uh, before I get going into this final hour, I want to remind you what's coming up over at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry with Eric Coleman. He's going to have a Mother's Day sale that's coming up. Mother's Day is just a couple of weeks away. Uh, I've got a, a coupon in my hand right now worth 20% off uh, for uh, this sale. All in-stock merchandise, 20 to 50% off. It's a Mother's Day inventory blowout sale, and uh, it's all happening at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. And Eric's been on enough that you know, and he's brought in things for you to look at on Facebook and all kinds of stuff. You know how good he is. Uh, This guy, as I always say, is an artisan. He is very good with uh, with stone and and with metals. Uh, he's got he's just an artist. That's the bottom line. He's at uh, three thousand Cavanaugh Boulevard, Suite E, uh, here in Little Rock. You can go and visit him. And the phone number five zero one two four six thirty six fifty five. And there's going to be a, a I got a trunk show estate sale. It's saying it's on Saturday. Uh, you know, I'm just telling you, stop by and visit with him. Special p- prices on estate jewelry, Turkish jewelry, Allison Kaufman designs, EC custom designs, Southern gates, gold necklaces, gemstones, and then the famous two words and more. There's, he's got he's got it all. It's amazing in that size of the store he's got. It's not one of the real big jewelry stores. It's big enough, but if you want to see loose diamonds. Of all shapes and sizes and cuts, he's the man to see. He can do you a deal at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry, 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard, 20 to 50% off their Mother's Day inventory blowout sale. Check it out, ladies. 
take your uh, take your man with you and say, yeah, that one right there. Eric can make it possible for you. Just keep in mind. Hey, Blake Woodson is here in the studio with me. If you who are watching on um, the um, Facebook page, uh, it's not the great Lebowski in here. That's that's that's, that's Blake Woodson. Why right? my sweater on? He's got look look at this camera, and look at his shirt. Show your shirt off. Now Blake is a, is a Chicago guy. Right. He's a Chicago Cub fan. He's like me, and he's got. Where did you get to that safe Ferris? Uh, or ordered it online. Oh, did I you? Like I do everything. I had to pick one of those up. I like that. Of course, Ferris Bueller takes place in Chicago. Chicago. I mean, you know, I had to represent. Game, we're talking bro. movies, so yeah. you know they were at uh, what they went to the uh, the uh, uh, the parade, St. Patrick's Day parade. But they got caught in the catching the ball in the home run in the game. Yeah, think so. about that. St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day and a Cubs ball game. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they'd be wearing a little more than a sweater. Yeah, they would be. Yeah, they are right now, in fact. Yeah, it's Speaking supposed to be 60 degrees today, snow tomorrow. Yeah, well, they're, yeah, but they're not in there. They're in, uh, they're, they're Lucky down for in them, Phoenix. they're in Arizona. Yeah, they're down in Phoenix. They're just, they're two blocks away from the Alice Cooper restaurant. Oh, I would love to be there. Have you ever been there? No. Oh, it's a great place. I've I've been there three times. I, I've been. I've gone see the Cubs play twice in Phoenix. It's oh, a great wow. play. It's a great ballpark. Really, really is nice place. But uh, yeah, you just because you know at, Vince. Now his real name is Vince Ferrer. Right. Okay, Vince is a big, big baseball fan. You I, know I mean, he that. plays a lot of golf, but he loves baseball. Hmm. And so he spends a lot of time down at the field, which is down from his restaurant. I'm going to Great see restaurant. his. I'm going to see his daughter's band at Rocklahoma at the end of next month. So. Oh, really? Yes. She's got her own gig. She's got her own band. Okay, so what is the name of her band? I don't know. I wish you would have asked me that. I'm your worst uh, nightmare. You are. You are. <laughs> I wasn't prepared to talk about Rocklahoma this week. I'm going to talk to you about that yeah, later when are, on. When are you going to that? It's uh, the 24th, I think. 24. May? It's it's the Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Okay, so, so I know we're going to have you on from there, too. Yeah. You're traveling all over the place. I dude. am. I am. Who, who is this lady that you're doing with? I um, it's her some, and her husband. Um, it's Jason Self family. and Michelle Self. They, okay. uh, they run Freightway uh, Express okay. out of the airport. So if you need stuff carried, you know, packages delivered all over, they'll do it. But yeah they are we've become real good friends she loves to dress up she's got me into it we she's got an entire closet she's a cosplayer all yeah cosplay yep exactly so when i showed up halloween dressed as um (laughs) do you remember i don't you don't remember i don't alan from the hangover okay i look there's so much water gone under the bridge this october (laughs) come on dude Everybody says I look like Alan from The Hangover. All right. So yes, I do. dress. <laughs> you know who? You, you know think what, so? You know who everybody says I look like, and I don't believe it. Uh, when I had my hair, I guess uh, before I shaved my head, Bill Murray. I can see that. A lot of people just put I, a Cubs I, hat on. You got it. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I get a Cubs hat that's got hair stuck right. on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's a lot of people say that, and that's a real nice. By the way, I want to just one last thing I want to say about Endgame. Scarlett Johansson is so good in Endgame. 
her acting chops, it's the best acting she's done since Lost in Translation with Bill Murray. I'd have to agree with you. She was just super in this movie. You know, I really don't think any of the actors or actresses are going to win best actor or best actress in this movie or best Brolin supporting. could. As Thanos, he could. That, or but Josh Brolin there, could get a, should get an Academy yes, Award nomination. There's a reason I don't think they will. Everybody did an amazing job. What one person do you give it to? I guess you know. You you think Brolin? I think. Well, I think that you could put get Johansson in there, but Robert Downey Jr. has got to be considered too. All of them, all of them did a fantastic job. My, I mean, I, even I, Russo I, and his cameo did with, a great yeah, job. Yeah, without blowing it, giving you any spoilers. When Captain America gives one of his rah rah speeches in this movie, and Rocket Raccoon goes. Man, that guy's good at that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, and it is. It's really good. But anyway, that's not a big spoiler at all. Well, just so you'll know, but when when it happens and you hear that line, you you laugh as loud as I did. See, us talking about this is the reason why I keep saying the more I watch it, the more I love it more. This is the reason why I love talking about this movie because initially, again, I'm just giving it a nine out of ten. You know, it's a great movie. But this is why I gave a lower score than Infinity War. But the more we talk about it, and I'll go watch it again, it's why it will go up. We are going to, let's just, we'll figure out a day, and mm-hmm. you, my wife, and I will go. Okay. And we'll go to IMAX and yeah. see it. I want to see it in IMAX. How yeah. did I not get invited to this? I wonder, you want to go? Yeah. You're welcome to You know go. what? This probably will take it up to what I'm talking about with yeah. Infinity War. Yeah. Going to see the IMAX. And, and then be, after the movie, we can stop have dinner over at the tavern. Ooh. Best, you know, they were voted third best wings in the United States. Those smoked wings mm-hmm. again? Oh, they're good. There is a tavern at the Pomenon. It's really good. I'd go over and have some smoked wings after. Let's go. All right. Anyway. Speaking of yes. food. Yes. Strawberry Festival in Cali. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. And because, uh, you know, look, I, I everybody knows Holland Bottom Farm is my place to go to get strawberries. Everybody in Cabot. All right. So. I'm, I'm going to buy some this weekend because I'm going to do a rotisserie chicken in the uh, slow cooker, mm-hmm. and I'm going to and I'm going to make uh, strawberry shortcake for dessert. Oh yeah, where do you live again? <laughs> <laughs> What's your address? I almost told you. How stupid of me. Anyway, yeah, I'll have you over when we have the barbecue and the pools open and all Sounds good. To me. Come on over. Yeah. We'll be, we'll have some fun because I'm going to make uh, um, barbecue ribs. Mm. And I've got this really cool barbecue that makes ribs that literally, you touch them, the meat falls off. The oh, that's the why I like them. No good. Oh, they're really mm. good. They're excellent. They're n- now, this is how I can talk to to Blake about this because he knows what I'm talking about. They're almost as good as Carson ribs. They're on the, on the north side. Oh, oh. Carson ribs? Yes. You know, they talked about them in MASH the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah. I, I know exactly them. where yeah. you're talking about. Okay. So those pictures of those things that they are, yeah, they're good ribs. Huge. Man. And and of I've course seen. if I go see the Cubs sometime this summer, I will bring Kibasa back with me. Hey. I I am now ordering pizza. From, <laughs> from Giordano's? Yes. Okay, deep dish, real Blue Malati's Giordano, yeah. both of them. They'll, they send it packed in, in dry ice. All right. It's good. All right. It's good. Sorry. 
we got on <laughs> but we're talking about food and the reason i said food yeah, and strawberry, strawberry festival Fest is it's happening this weekend they got Cabin. food trucks there and this i gotta believe like is this if it's going to be in the mid 70s to low 80s with blue skies is wow. is it not been forever since we've been it usually rains at least one day oh yeah pours in fact yeah it's going to be dry and it's going to be perfect for everybody for for strawberry fest. tonight 70 degrees and may day by midnight's going to be on the stage great great band and they start seven thirty tonight now this is a band that you know the people in right? yeah i know the entire band they play around here they play out at oakland all the time i mean hopefully nobody from tragically white's listening but if they're not better than tragically white they're as good and no, there's nothing so, wrong with saying that. You I, know? I think the guys from Tragi- that Tragically Right White hasn't been playing around this area in a while. Oh, they've been playing at Reverend a lot. Oh, have they? Yeah. Did you see, uh, what, uh, what was it? Is it Black Bombay, Big Bombay? Bombay Black. Bombay Black, thank you. Okay. They're back together again, but in a different it, incarnation, a different name now. It, it's it's um, Eric from Bombay Blacks playing drums. Um, Ty, the bass player of Bombay Blacks, playing bass. But then they have a, a rhythm guitar player and a lead guitar player that are different. And Phil Houston's a singer. So Okay, you know, so are they doing a lot of uh, Bombay Blacks music still? They have one song from Bombay Black. They have, I mean, all their songs are original. And they're all really, really good. It is amazing to me. And if Eric, if you're listening, you I've said this to your face. I'm amazed that they've not hit it big. I mean, be, if this band doesn't, I mean, they I don't know how they've anybody. traveled in Europe with other big bands yeah. and stuff. But they, their time should come. I mean, where they are a name of their own. Well, Eric can sing like nobody's business, dude. If Wales. anybody could Wales. sing, yeah. but if anybody could sing better than Eric, it's Phil Houston. Okay, and I don't know if I've heard him. Oh, well, he took over um, when the Gettys were around. Okay, he took over as lead singer for the Gettys, and then he had two other bands himself. And I mean, all I mean, this is like an all-star group of rock, local rock musicians. They are really, really good. They are. I've got the Revolution. Oh, they're called a revolution now. All no. right. So I need to get, uh, I got to call Eric and get him on. Phil would be here in a heartbeat. I'll get him on. Yeah. That's no, that's no problem. Let me just tell you that Eric used to do all my, a lot of my voice work for me because I, I love his voice. He's great. what he does. Do you got the ending of my, my show still where it says, uh, you know, follow Dave on Twitter, Dave Ellswick show and all that. Do you got, do you got that still? I'm talking to Zach. I know. Real, real, real. I'm talking to the listeners so they don't think I'm just being stupid and not saying anything. Well, I had my hurt, my it's, head it's, turned. It's so at the end of my the end of my show. The thing at the very end of the show that you guys punch up. You, this is the Dave Ellswick show. You, you know, on Twitter, a Dave Ellswick show. Is it gone now? Uh, Did we not keep keep it? I'll tell you what. During the break, we got to take a break anyway. Let's take a break. And then you look and see if it's there, because that's Eric's voice. Yeah, so Tanya, everybody can hear when Tanya and I had our show, yeah, he did all of ours. Yeah, well, he, the man is good. He's great. He's he's really, really good. A break, and then Blake and I are back. We'll talk further about movies and food, and who knows? We're just going to chase <laughs> some rabbits around here on the Dave Ellswick Show.
All right, back. Blake Woodson is here. And, Blake, before we – we got five minutes here before we get news coming up. Real quickly, you're going to be coming in December to the Cabot Theater dressed up as your favorite character. Now, I, did I get it right when you told me that was your first movie you ever my saw? My first movie I ever saw in the theater. I don't – I barely remember being in the movie theater in Cersei, which Arkansas. Which was called Star Wars Star at the Wars. time. Now it's called The New Beginning. Exactly. So you saw the original. Was that 78 or 77 that it came out? I was a 77. 77. All right. Because this is a, we're going to expand this discussion as we go along. But you're going to come to the movie dressed as one of the characters. Luke Skywalker. Okay. That's why I'm letting my hair grow out. Okay, so you come in this look. You're gonna dye your hair up and everything. I'm gonna make it gray. Well, you got the you got now. I, I've let it grow out. I've you, got the beard. Okay, so you're gonna uh, come as the older Luke Skywalker. The old Luke Skywalker. I got his uh, outfit in. It was made in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I got it Very in yesterday. Cool. This is cool. All right, are you so gonna, I got a you, test are gonna, run? Are you gonna sit in the lotus position for us? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> You don't think you can bend your, your body that way? I don't anymore? think the force is with me. No? Okay, <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. But I'm going to do a test run this weekend, so I'll be sending you pictures so you'll be able to see how it looks. And mm-hmm. Michelle, that's going with me, remember Slave Girl Princess Leia? Oh, yeah. She's got that outfit. That's 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 the Leia that uh, the actress, of course, mm-hmm. wanted everybody to forget about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which... I wouldn't want them to forget about it. But that back was then, one of her great scenes. Yeah, but back then that look was um, risque. Frowned, frowned upon. It was risque. Uh, yeah, you know, there's no, there's no doubt about that. I mean, she, that, that's the Empire Strikes Back, and it was a great movie. But now people walk up and down the the street with less. So, oh, a yeah. lot less. <laughs> no kidding. That's the truth. But so yeah. since May the fourth, while we were in Dallas, is Star Wars Day. We're both going to dress up as Star Wars people. Well, that yeah. makes sense. So, so you, you got Star Wars Day, you got Comic Con, you got a Terror Fest. Uh-huh. You got all this good stuff, and you're going to be on weekend. with me doing exactly. Uh, doing Who better live to hits. be on with? Well, the number one geek in Arkansas, no doubt. Well, number two. Yeah. Well, you, you probably <laughs> do beat me up because you do dress up. I do not dress up, but. Uh, uh, for that, I, I'm going to try to. Ha- I'll try to have Tim Lim and those guys on okay. at the same time, so they can yeah. talk to you as well That'd about all they're doing. If, and if Charles Band's on, I know that Pellegrini uh, uh, is going to want to talk to him. You want to talk tr- horror to somebody? Mark knows everything about horror. I'll get I know some early stuff. Now, you know, we get into the later, mid, late after the mid '80s. I start fading a little bit on on horror stuff well this is how big this thing is there is a couple from here last name's weaver um that's going to be up there selling masks so you didn't know we had that here in little rock but there's there's some people that actually make the the horror. we got we got one minute left what happened on that that great that great horror festival that you that i guess you were involved mm-hmm. in why didn't that go over and we come back? Did they try to do too much too soon? Cost too much money all at once. And then that station group mm-hmm. tries to monopolize everything. No. And, you know, 
tried to make so more that, money than so they should have. It should have been. That should be pretty it, man, interesting that I was there doing my show. I know. <laughs> for uh, with uh, you were a radio different radio group, group. <laughs> yeah, doing their thing. But I was the guy who knew everybody who was there. Yeah, Easterbrook and all the rest the, of them. That's were there. when I started. Oh, it was so great meeting her. She was awesome. She's a great conservative, <laughs> and she is a world famous. Not world famous nationally uh recognized skeet shooter oh really yeah leslie yeah she's really really good excellent the only one that was at that that i was disappointed in was uh uh, miss uh tubular bells because uh, she didn't want to talk to anybody because her dog had died did you remember that no yeah we'll talk about it after we come back from the break here on the dave ellswick show all right, all right. So you're going to be dressed up as Luke Skywalker. Anybody who's just joined us, uh, on with us is of course Blake Woodson, and Blake is. Are you saying that you're getting into cosplay? Some I am. I okay, am. and who's this lady again? Michelle Self. Her, okay, and her we gotta husband. We got to get her on with you, and yeah. we need uh, to talk about how much cosplay has she done? Because see, I, I'm I'm intrigued. She by that whole she's thing. done a lot, but it hasn't been where she goes to the festivals. We're both getting that together, the, okay. the conventions. She's gone around to schools to um, her husband's clients um, and dressed up as, you name it, she's dressed up as them. Um, okay. Because like, there's the one oriental lady that does the big cosplay things at the, uh, at the Comic-Cons and makes over a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year just showing up at those things. Yeah, I mean, there's this one of the things about this this uh, Comic Con there. There's a whole separate side to teach you the business side of Comic Con. Well, you got it. It is a business now. Yeah. There's no doubt. Are you guys going out to San Diego this year? Oh, I wish that's on my bucket list. I'll yeah. be there, but not this year. Okay. Anyway, that they're that's wanting one. to fly to um to Las Vegas and take me with them, uh-huh. and have me walk around dressed as Alan. Well, that'd be <laughs> cool. That'd be fun. Yeah, that wouldn't. That'd be very cool. Okay, so I brought this up to you earlier uh, off the air. I want to talk to you a little bit about it. And Zach, you can join in. Oh, before we do that, you got that Eric thing. Okay, this is Eric Johnson, the guy we were talking about. Great singer. He can really sing. Yes, but. You hear the voice, you'll know it. This is the Dave Ellswick Show. Find him on Twitter and on Facebook at Dave Ellswick Show. Guy's great. Yeah, he is. Guy's great. And he plays drums for this band. Yes. Oh, well, he's he's the man. I mean, he's got his own recording studio and everything. Yeah, he's he's Eric was my producer uh, when I was with the Crane Media Group, and I loved working with him. I know that. You know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a, that's a bad word because, it, you know, we won't talk about how people run radio stations. But the bottom line is uh, Eric's a great, great guy and very, very talented. With that all said, and Zach, pull the microphone over. you got to be part. you got to be part of this discussion. All right. With the huge response to Avengers Endgame, I mean, mm-hmm. this has become now a cultural phenomena that's yep. happening this weekend 60 million dollars last night alone mm-hmm. in previews now you got 
three days of it showing all the time, basically. How much are they going to make over this weekend? Probably break, I would think, I think they're going to get close to $400 million. When it goes worldwide, they're saying over a billion dollars. Okay. Okay, with that all said, when Star Wars 9 opens in December, it will be the culmination of all six, well, nine now, nine movies of the first saga of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. It started with episode four in 1977, and then Lucas came up with the great idea i made so much money on these three let's do a prequel and then they did the prequel and it did okay but now they're doing these new movies and they're doing very well what do you guys think do you think that star wars the last one because this is the one that ends this saga of luke and Laura, you know and lara and uh and han solo and all of them will it have the turnout that Avengers Endgame has? I think it'll have the turnout because it's a whole different genre genre of people, but this genre still likes that too. Mm-hmm. Compared to some of the, like, if you take Endgame and compare it to the other Avengers movies, I think Endgame is by far the biggest. Mm-hmm. It won't be like that. I don't think that Star Wars is going to blow away what the others did. You don't think it blows away? Now, it, it would be hard to blow away the initial, the first Star Wars movie because it was such a departure mm-hmm. in cinema. You yeah. know, it and it, it was really the first sci-fi movie that was that big. It just, I just look at, uh, I just wonder how many people are really going to come out to see the end of the story you know what happens with ren what happens with uh, uh, you know daisy and and you know and all the rest of these folks well the people still be upset because of the last jedi which is so divisive of a film you know you have so many people on one side or the other will they come out and support it and i really and liked the last one i, I did I liked too eight. i thought it was good but there's a lot of people who did not and I like the trailer. Have you seen the trailer for it? Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Have you all caught on to that laugh at the end? You know yeah. who that is? That's the Emperor. Yeah. Okay, I thought... Palatine's her, supposed to be dead. I thought her lightsaber was white. But going into that... But isn't that Luke's it's lightsaber? Luke's, that's Luke's. That's Luke's lightsaber. Gave it when I first saw the trailer for, on my phone, I thought that her lightsaber was white. I thought it did, but it's... I mean, yeah, people, everyone else has said it was blue, but I thought it was white. I wish it was white. It's it's a bluish white, all right. It, it's it's Luke's saber. That's what it is. But Luke's voice during the trailer mm-hmm. says, "We're never really dead." Yeah. Then laugh. Yeah, he'll show up again. I think well, Luke plays a part in this again. Yeah, I just heard, I heard he's not plays. happy about it, but oh, he's really? still in it. He's probably got a small part. That's the no, problem. No. And they didn't let him use his Joker voice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I'm just, I mean, I'm enjoying, uh, you know, Luke Skywalker on television. 
Have you been, wa- have oh, you been watching? Oh, you talking about the Templar night? shirt? No, I haven't yeah, watched Templars, it. No, the yeah. Templars. <laughs> That's been good. He's been good in that. That's right for him, too. That's probably perfect for and him. And he uses this really tough Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah it's pretty funny. Anyway. I have to watch it. I hadn't seen That's it. That's a show I got to get into at some point. It's, it's good. It's, uh, Is it on Netflix? No, uh, I don't no, think it's, it's on no, a, It was just released last channel. year, the History oh. Channel. Oh, okay. It's on the History Channel. And it, it's going to end uh, this season. I mean, it's going to be just two seasons long. Okay. I don't expect them because they're... They're they're with King Philip. I mean, King Philip is the one who destroyed the Knights Templar. So, of course, they can rewrite history. It is TV. <laughs> so true, what can I say about fiction. that? Yeah. As far as that's concerned. All right. So we've talked enough about Avengers. We talked a little bit about Star Wars. Let's talk about when we come back because we got to take our final break. You guys tell me what you think about the last big cultural television phenomena that's going on right now we got another episode coming up on sunday night finally the white walkers are going to be at winterfell we will talk on uh, about game game of thrones when we come back here on the dave ellswick show don't go anywhere blake woodson is here zach's here and i'm all i think all of us are going to have some thoughts about where they're going to go with uh, Game of Thrones. Got 11 minutes left of a uh, hour of the last hour of a Friday show here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Go, it, this week has blown by. I had a great interview. You, you would have loved to sit in on it. Brian Lamb was on yesterday. The man who started C-SPAN was really, really interesting turn your mic on pitch that red button, red button. there you go i saw you post it that was, he was on but uh, i was at was, work so it, for me you know i kind of geeked out on it because the guy has been in the business for nearly uh 60 years he's a, a fellow hoosier we're both from indiana he's from lafayette i'm from gary and uh you know he went into he did something that nobody else has been able to to duplicate and that is you know just set cameras up and let people look you know yeah online that's the way it was okay so you don't think you don't believe that the star wars ending of the the saga is going to be as big as in game then i don't see how it can be as big I mean, Endgame just it's huge. was so much above everything that followed. In my opinion, there are some people sitting right yeah, over there um, that like <laughs> other adventure movies better. I think but, you need to see the movie not, again. He has but. said that he's going to watch this movie again. And, and as as we've been talking about it, and we're not going to talk about what we talked about because it'd be spoiling it for you. But I bring things up to him. He goes, yeah, you know, that that was such a great... He, he's really getting to that whole thing of it. Maybe it was better than... But see, also, after Infinity, Infinity War, War, weren't we calling it one of the great... It is one of the well, greatest movies. it is movies. one of the great movies. Exactly. I mean, so it's not like I am saying, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm comparing it to another movie. I'm comparing it to the predecessor. All right. So... Okay, okay, before we do anything else, I want you to go on the internet and find the GOT theme real, real fast for us. 
We got we got to play that to lead into the final segment of this edition of the Dave Ellswick Show, because as big as in game is, there's going to be tons and tons and tons of people tuning in to HBO this weekend, because the big hopefully the big payoff is is coming. You got it for us. Okay, we got. I got to wait for the advertisements to play. So, um, what I was going to tell you, yes, you're probably going to take away my geek card. Uh oh, I think I've never never watched one episode of Game of Thrones. Wow, yeah, I I might have to take away your (laughs) geek card because this should give you chills right now. What we have been waiting for, what, eight years now? Yeah. Yeah, eight Eight years years for is finally going to transpire this Sunday evening. Or they better transpire because if they wait another episode, I'll stop watching just out of spite. This guy's been on my case about Endgame. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't watched Game of Thrones. Not one episode. Now, I will say this. I will say this. I used to believe I used to be on the other side where you know oh people are just making hype of this show it's not as great as they say it is and blah 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 that was about four years ago and then as soon as I watched the first two episodes and followed the story you were hooked I got hooked now I'll say if it was a movie I'd probably be there because my son is the entertainment editor for UALR's newspaper okay he so writes, he writes at, great reviews let's go cool. every week he and I go to a movie uh huh. I don't have time for TV. No, you have you to have, make it. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm telling you. I'm ashamed of you. you I'm shame. sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Shame. I'm sorry. I might have to take your geek card. Yeah, you got to do that. You leave the studio. I, I, but to, you know, this Sunday, it's every all your characters except uh-huh. for Cersei uh, are going to be taking on the White Walkers. It is the, the final forty-five minutes of Endgame. Yeah, coming up. Yeah, but bottom this line, this is it. So, and the, and all the money <laughs> they've spent this season for uh, Game of Thrones, I understood they put about two thirds of it into this episode. Because mm-hmm, I think every episode is like fifteen million. Yeah, per to make the to make this happen. Wow, it's a big deal. You need to watch it. That's yeah. what you. Yeah, I've yeah. got eight years to make up before Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you won't understand anything that's happening sure Sunday if you have not watched any of this show. But the bottom line, how do you think it turns? Do you think that it all ends with the White Walkers on uh, Sunday, or do you think it takes two episodes? Two episodes, as I told you. I mean, it's two episodes because this I, is almost going to be ninety minutes long. Yes, it's a minute twenty-two, um, I believe, and the full length. And I think the following episode is a minute twenty. But I think it takes two episodes. I yeah. do. I don't. I. I mean, you can't just build up to all of this and it ends in one episode. Well, here's the key. After this episode, they only got three left, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And you got to deal with Cersei. Yeah. And you got to deal with John and Danny, and hey. who's going to be who's going to take the throne? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that has to be worked out. Hey, in what the if, show? What if Arya? Yeah, she could help in the war, but what if she finds a way to sneak her way to King's Landing? Oh, and kill Cersei. And kill Cersei. I don't know. She's not so, tall enough to make herself look like uh, Jamie. Right. That ain't going to happen. And she don't have a solid gold hand. She could be Tyrion. Yeah, she could show up. Well, she'd have to walk on her knees. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Tyrion is is a, a little person. 
Mm. All right. What's Dinkerich? Uh, Dinker. Oh, I've seen the Dinkerich. Yeah, yeah okay. he's the That's guy a, who plays. He's really a good actor. He's a fine actor. Fantastic. Is that the one yeah. that knows things? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah he's well, so, no, you're talking about Peter Baelish. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're talking about him. He he got. Oh, never mind. I don't want to spoil it for you because you need to watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you need to watch. It's a great. What it is is the uh, the writer of this, who nobody even remembers anymore because he was supposed to have finished up another book about, you know, this series and never did, idiot. But um, it's a retelling of the Hundred Year War is what it is, historically. Oh, okay. And they he just put it in a mythical time and mythical countries and things of that nature. And it's really, the books were excellent. Uh, and then he he just ran out of steam. Of course, he's how old? 83 or 84 years old now? He's the one who even wrote the theme to the TV show. He's 70. Oh, that's all he is? He's 70. If you talk about George Raymond Martin, yeah, Martin, he's 70. Oh, man, he's got... Dude, come on. I mean, I'm 66. I got a lot of energy still. And you know what? I may even read the books. Like I said, I never read the books. Oh, the books are really, really See, good. See, I probably will They get are them. different than the TV show. So yeah. now you're saying I've got to read the books and no, watch no. eight years. No, you need no, to watch you want, the show. You need to write, watch the show because, you, you know, if you read the books, you'll get ticked off. There's parts of the book that they didn't include in the TV show that I would have loved. Yeah. I mean, like John's uh, stepmother... Uh, as we found out now that he is, oh. you know, not really, mm-hmm. you know, a snow in any way, shape, or, or he is a snow. He's not a, um, are you, what, 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 a Stark. He's, he's not a real Stark. Right. All right. So the bottom, the bottom line is that the lady that was married to Ned, yeah, she, she lives on in the book. She oh. becomes like a crone. She becomes like a witch. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they've left that totally out. Because she hated Ned, and she kind of... Well, he, hate. she was... Look, after what happened to the old, the eldest son right. at, the, at the wedding and Robert, all of that... Rob. Yeah. See, they they took the mother, and, uh, you know, they, they shot her full of quills and then picked her up and threw her out of a tower, and mm. she landed in the water, but she, she survived. And she shows up uh, in the books later. Wow. And, she is a mean old lady. Well, she's mean in the TV show, yeah. too. Yeah. Later on, though, right. she's crazy. Crazy mean. Yeah. Just telling you. Littlefinger, who, who you like, is is really good, too. She He was obsessed with her goodness. With Sansa. And with Sansa now because she looks exactly like her mother. Yeah. You got it. You got to get into it. So here it is. Ar- <laughs> uh, it's uh, Arya, right? Yes. Okay. The, the big rumor, and again, this is not a spoiler because this is just a rumor on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows she went to the place with no, no name, basically, and yep. she became a person, a nobody, and she's able to take on the vestige of anybody. And the rumor is, is that she will take on the vestige of a right, one of the walking mm-hmm. uh, white, uh, white, walkers. white walkers, and get close enough with that special spear that the guy made her just last week mm-hmm. to kill Gentry. Mm-hmm. To kill the kill the uh, king of the north who has got everybody coming back from the dead mm-hmm. 
But if he dies, he's like a vampire, right? If the vampire dies, everybody that he made exactly. a vampire dies is released from his right. control. Mm-hmm. So that you would figure that that could happen. Maybe. And see, he's Sunday too, night. He's too skilled. He's too smart to, for something like that to well, happen. And then where's Bran come in? Because Bran's True. being used as the red piece of meat to draw the guy out. That's right. Just saying, I'll be watching it, and I'll be talking about it next week, I can tell you. I'm, I've got eight years invested in this show. It's so great. I'm going to watch it. Blake is great. Yeah. You gotta I see believe it. you. I'm All great. right, Blake, we'll talk to you next week from down in Texas. We'll talk to you, and hopefully Charles Band to, uh, Brand to we'll join us. We'll get somebody. We'll talk to him, or see if uh, PJ Souls will talk to us. I'll try. I'd love to talk to her. And I'll say, you like what you see? And I'll anyway. be sending you a lot of pictures. Okay. We're going to do that. i got to give you a place to send them to, and I will do so. We're done for this week. Remember, God gave you a whole week of life. Please give him a day to talk to you. It's Dave Ellswick Show. See you Monday, 2 o'clock. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.